0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
1: The Kogan Money Credit Card. Packed full of value with rewards and no annual fee. Summer Breakfast.
2: Good morning, everybody. Welcome back. Summer breakfast, bright and early. A great day of your company, too, on this 12th day of January. And the McCafe menu, our official coffee partner, today has for us Mac Horton, the ambassador for the Cadell Evans Great Ocean Road Race, People's Ride, Olympic gold medalist, World Championship gold medalist, Commonwealth Games gold medalist, a superstar of the pool, uh, swapping the Speedos for the bike, though, who would appear later this month. Ryan Pappenhausen, Melbourne Storm superstar, the gun fullback, Nasty, shattered kneecap, uh, middle of last year, over in the US at the moment, um, seeking some expert advice from uh, the renowned rehab guru, Bill Knowles. And Ash Gardner, Aussie cricket gun as well, on the plane, of course, to the T20 World Cup coming up in South Africa for our Aussie cricket women. Looking forward to having a chat with Ash. And the SEN Breakfast uh, show, powered by the Koga Money credit card, of course, packed full of value, as I like to say each and every morning, as is this man, uh, the cricket superstar, Played a couple of games for the Saints too. His beloved St Kilda footy club, Simon O'Donnell, is here. Scoob, welcome. Morning.
3: Morning, Sammy. Bright and early. Of course, bright and early. It's breakfast time. It's not bright, actually. It still looks a bit yeah. dark out there, doesn't yeah, it? You know, I, I, I wrote that down. Br- yeah. Bright and early. It's not yeah, bright. It's breakfast. Show. It's just early. Yeah. 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 yeah you know, Jeez. It's, I'm it's, picking it's... you up on a technicality early doors, which which is not my norm. Generally, it takes me a little bit of time to get going. Can we just clear the, the air? But I'm up and going this morning. Just clear the air and say it
2: was bloody hot yesterday. Oh, it wasn't hot. That just... sun was scorching. Was... You wouldn't wasn't... want to be in an unair-conditioned building yesterday, would you? You wouldn't. Or or doing a deck. I absolutely. I didn't need the decking oil in the end. I just could have used the the sweat off my brow. So, you're getting the afternoon sun and the morning sun, and you're get the afternoon sun. And I didn't get out there until, what well, the time I got everything? Oh, from, no. And got out, I didn't get out there until one, and I thought, I could see it creepy. You could, you could almost watch the shadow moving yesterday. And I thought, this is going to get nasty. And oh. it was a bit more detailed than what I thought, actually. It wasn't was it? quite as easy as what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy with it, but geez, I've got to do another coat today. And you I'll put I
3: w- the tape along the. The house, no so you didn't buff no, the house as
2: No well. no bec- no and that was that was p- although I, I did pretty well I was just just took my time but I think I might tape up today um not too worried about the skirt up against the house because that's going to get painted uh again anyway but um yeah she mm. was she was warm in the sun though yeah. but um you know I had those issues with the dragonflies I didn't see a single dragonfly yesterday but the problem you're I don't frightened know what's, them off. I don't know what's like going on well, I no, mean, they've
3: all got the words got around they said don't go near Edmund's joint. You won't believe knocked this.
2: over. But I'm having all sorts of issues with I don't know wildlife insects at the moment. I don't know what's going on. But I I, I cleaned up. I'd put every, finally got everything absolutely shattered. Got everything out the back of the house, like the the the, the lambswool sleeve yeah. of the broom, everything up. The bucket cleaned it out, washed it out, rested that up there too. Now I'm not sure if it was some, something in the residual. Scent of the oil, or or what it was, but I had the back door open, and just out of nowhere, within thirty seconds, I reckon there were fifty bees in my house. Oh, stop it! Bees just came from everywhere, into the house, and they were swarming around the the bucket and the broom, which was leaning up against the back of the house, right next to the door that that, that I had open, and they're coming. in. I think they were interested in the in the decking oil, but they were they just came from everywhere. Both. Do they eat the dragonflies? The dragonflies
3: eat the Mozzies and yeah. the Mozzies. The, it's like that book. The ecosystem, something you'd work along those lines. <laughs> Maybe they sting the dragonflies. Oh,
2: crikeys. Uh, they were everywhere. I had to shut the door, so panic. Do,
3: what about the ones that are inside? What had you to doing
2: Grab some spray and just hope for the best. Yep. Yep. Had to, had to get the spray. <laughs> He's not, Cox, he's not listening to you, mate. And no sound effects for you, all right? He's 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 switched off. So anyway, I got him out. I got him out, Scoob, uh, eventually. Well, some of them made it out. The others might have perished on the journey. But, uh, yeah, what is going on? I need some help and, and advice. You're in an... Int-
3: Are you... Is sort of your house in a lower area? No. Like, like as in... Is, is there a... Like a... a, a, a no, Damn, no, I'm not, know, in low low line, not in a low line, not in a floodplain.
2: No, I don't know what I don't, but the dragonflies have gone replaced by bees and, geez, obviously the fattest, biggest, noisiest blowies you've ever seen around at the moment.
3: Is Just a those big, course fat they're slugs. They're sort of saying, you know, no, we're reeds all coming out of it. They're no, saying no, it's good for the ecosystem and the insects and we're attracting those because your next thing, the way you're heading, is a regular
2: No i give it time. We're surrounded by five televisions in here. We see at least they're, they're running so hot on the snake stories and new services at the moment. But no, no snakes. Well, I think you're
3: heading towards a wriggler. Too
2: inner-suburban yeah. for me. If, I'm a, if, I, I if, can't see it.
3: Oh, don't worry. Man, no. I've seen foxes dead in the street. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We saw your... a wriggler coming out of a printer yesterday. How would
2: you go? You keep cool yesterday or what? No, I didn't.
3: Oh, I've got an issue.
2: Oh.
3: come in with an issue. I, I went to a funeral yesterday, a great mate of mine's sister, Oh, that's a not lovely good. funeral, a lovely send-off, and we're in a Catholic church. I reckon it was forty-two degrees. Oh, in, inside the church, inside the like church. a sauna. Two people hit the deck inside the church. What? Fainted. Two people fainted. Yeah. At the funeral. Yeah. So it it started a a, a relevance thing to me. to sort of say, look around here, I wonder why the church, in many cases, is becoming irrelevant. Because so I looked at the age group of the people in there I think, why would you come every Sunday and sit in here when it's absolutely boiling hot and you're not sure whether you'll actually walk back out?
2: Well, I've heard of snap weddings. You're saying there might have been a couple of snap funerals.
3: But it was it was horrible. And then I sort of read a bit up on the Vatican and how wealthy the Vatican is. I thought, I wonder if someone could give an order, go and get a few split systems into these churches and maybe... A few more people might come in. You and you may be a, a little more relevant. So this has got nothing to do with George Pell or anything else. do you have this has got to do with common sense and logic?
2: Don't you have Tubby's number in your phone. Yeah. You could have just passed that on. Hey,
3: the the Pope could have given Tub a ring and said, "Look, can we have a few Fujitsu systems?" Jeez, I, I I I was I was stunned, and for the. The wealth that's carried by that organisation and this the struggle they have for relevance, whether you're a church guy or not. Oh, come whether, on. You're
2: reaching here. What? Because they don't have a couple of split systems. Mate,
3: they've got <laughs> to they, – you can't <laughs> – we're in – what year are we? You reckon – We're though, 2023, aren't we? We're you, 2023 and the church is still appearing to be the same as it was – in 1923, do you
2: think those that praise the Lord care if they've got a,
3: a revolving split system do, up on the wall? My word, they do. When it's 42 degrees well, in fainting, the church, if
2: they're fainting in the
3: funeral, in the church, that's a concern. Mate, it's, it's, mate did it's, you it's, give up your seat for? Yeah, I did. Oh, good. Came in and a, a, a couple walked in, and there was no the seats, and I stood up.
2: Good, the chivalry's not dead. A bit
3: faint myself.
2: Oh, <laughs> you do enough sitting down with your travel from. Kilmore to Melbourne and back to Kilmore and out to all the stockyards and cattle yards, wherever else you're going.
3: So you were having trouble with the world and nature, and I was having trouble with the world and common sense. <laughs> Just coming back to your travel, like, what have you parked out the front
2: here today? What is that thing? That huge oh, thing? Mate, you getting
3: the road of you. It. It's
2: a bus. What oh, is that?
3: Oh, oh, mate, the Toyota Ute. You don't drive small, do you? No. no. And what's your other? You got a it's big. Full, it's full of metal. This one, <laughs> big bull bar on it. You just don't get in the road of it.
2: And what's your other big whopper you got there? What you got a big? You got a what other car do you buzz around in? Up? Well, you don't no, buzz. No, I you don't buzz.
3: I'm, I'm, I'm changing over to my Ute, which I've got out the front, mm-hmm. and we, which isn't a which isn't a Hilux. It's 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 basically it still has wind up windows the whole lot, manual, V8. Oh, it's a ripper.
2: What do you got a Land Cruiser though? Well,
3: that's that's going. Oh, My land cruiser is going. So I did some research on Land Cruisers yesterday. Mine's done a lot of Ks.
2: How old's your Land Cruiser?
3: Five years.
2: Five years. How Mine's many Ks? a lot
3: of Ks. I couldn't believe how much they're worth on car sales. Hang on, hang on.
2: So five years. So 20, what? Eight, 17? 18? 2017 Land Cruiser. 2017.
3: Yeah. And they're V8. Yep, V8. How many Ks? Ks?
2: How many Ks? Well,
3: it's got a three in front of it. Three? I do about 60 to 70 a year Ks.
2: 300,000 Ks on it? Yes. In five years?
3: Yes. Sheesh. Well, what's your car going
2: on? Oh, the fifteenth of that. My my inner suburban Mitsubishi front-wheel drive Outlander, the urban four-wheel drive, the urban two-wheel drive, <laughs> that barely goes around the block, just goes to SEN and back.
3: Well, actually, your bike could do more Ks than your car, wouldn't
2: it? it it'd be close. So, I reckon it would.
3: Your bike could do more k's than your car.
2: You're averaging 60,000 k's a year. Yes.
3: Have for a long time. Jeez. Love it. So, just drive around aimlessly.
2: So you're saying that Land Cruiser's worth how much?
3: A lot. I, I couldn't believe it. I bought mine five or six years ago. You I'm nearly get as in. much. I'm typing this in. Yeah. You nearly get as much for a Land Cruiser now as you paid for it five years ago.
2: Fair income. No just hold off.
3: their value. Unbelievable. Really? Unbelievable. I'm going to punch one into car sales and see what it spits yeah. out in a minute. You get rid of your urban Mitsubishi. Yeah. get into a, a slashing Toyota. Okay.
2: Nothing All right,
3: it's then. A Mitsubishi, but Jake's like the text others. in.
2: Was it hotter than the Madras test, scoop?
3: <clears throat> Wasn't
2: there for No, you point. weren't. You didn't play Dean test Dean Jones match. was there. Didn't we play can't test ask Dino, we. unfortunately. No, we can't. Well, we... We, well, I won't give it away. We won't give it away because we've got the quiz later on and I don't want to give any sort of hints, okay, because thanks to Makers, we're giving the, the I nearly gave dare. a thing. Don't you dare. <clears throat> and I'll stop myself. And you can't because that would be. No, we'll give it away today. Yeah. Yeah, that, absolutely that. would. Um, looking forward to that a little bit later on. Uh, quiz with a difference. Uh, speaking of cricket, the Indian squad was released yesterday. Todd Murphy, very much the man of the moment, selected in the 22-man uh, touring party. Seven first-class games he's played. That's it. But we've taken four spinners, so we've got Agar, Swepson, and um, and our man Todd Murphy, the Victorian, is the the potential partners for Nathan Lyons. So Adam Zampa misses out. Scoop. So Swepson played four of Australia's five tests on the subcontinent last year, 10 wickets at 45. So he got the nod ahead of Zampa. But Murphy, sounds like they're not too keen on playing him alongside line, but perhaps more of insurance for him. But he's had some, some good recent
3: games for the Vicks, hasn't he? He has. Young fellow from Moama. His dad was a really good cricketer. Played for St Kilda. Um, left-handed bat. Uh, really renowned sports family up up that way. You, they hailed from Mathauer, actually, initially, which is a little town in between... A Chuka and Daniliquin, and Ray Murphy, the granddad of Todd, he coached Daniliquin Football Club for a. He was a famous uh, Murray League coach and Mathara Footy Club coach. Mm-hmm. So that, that's their their background. They, they've always loved their sport. Um, Jamie, Todd's dad, really good, really good player. Came down here, played a lot of years at St Kilda, and you know he's come from sort of a medium pacer being spotted bowling a sort of slower ball off break to E. Like, hey, Maybe we should change what you're up to and look where he is. It's yeah. Just brilliant stuff. Discovered by Craig Howard, I Craig think. Howard, yeah. I, I up think. at Bendigo.
2: Yeah. So he, I think Craig Howard's son was um, trialling for an under-16s pathways team. And it just so happened that Tom Murphy was in there and he was growing tired of bowling his mediums in the nets. He decided to bowl a few off spinners. Craig happened to be there at the time. <laughs> and he said, who's this kid? And he goes, oh, he's a, he's, a, he's a bat and bowls a bit of medium pace. He goes, he's your best spinner. And that was it. Yeah. Off he he went. Talk about and, and sliding. Craig doors worked
3: one. with him. He went. He stayed a year and played at Craig's club. I understand at Bendigo, so Craig could work with him and and you know, tutor him, tutor him over that year before yep. he then came down to, down to play in Melbourne. And they, you know they worked out their strategies and what was good, bad, and different. And and. Uh, what sort of model, spin model, he was taking into the game. And he's come down and absolutely prospered.
2: Mm. Might talk about that scored in more detail a little bit later on. Marcus Harris missed out, by the way, that the, the uh, Victorian captain, Peter Hanscom, uh, was named and is in line for a potential test recall, depending on how things go over there. And, and Scotty Boland, you would think, would play the first test. With Mitchell Starr confirmed to uh, to not fly in until mm. after that first test, unfortunately for um, for the Aussies. Have
3: we had Cameron Green confirm when he's joining? No. The, is he joining straight away? Oh, I am not familiar with that information. Or after the first I think, test, I think, I think he's after the first test too. Okay, we'll
2: see how that plays or, out.
3: I, or m- that may not have even been confirmed. He might be in a bit of strife.
2: Yeah, he's been. Uh, he's in, but yeah, he's, I know he's Brooks, been. Named. But there's no timeline. There's no decision.
3: Or that's or, a massive <coughs> <clears throat> touring party. Yeah, twenty-two. Yeah. Twenty-two. What do you mean, twenty-two?
2: Twenty-two in the touring party.
3: What do you include the manager and stuff? It's twenty-two,
2: isn't it? I thought there was twenty-two. Oh, 18. Is there? I thought there was twenty-two.
3: Eighteen. That's wrong.
2: Maybe I'm. Uh, maybe I'm including the physio. Out for a morning walk, spotted about six dragonflies in the last five minutes. <laughs> they've the migrated. In. <laughs> they've migrated out north. Well, that's good because they were giving me grief at uh, at home. How yeah, Steward you put in. How hot have you ever been? So Simon O'Donnell went to a funeral yesterday where unfortunately a couple of people fainted. What's the hottest you've ever been? And how many Ks do you do a year? Can you get Scoob covered off here? So Scoob's averaging the better part of sixty thousand Ks in his car a year. His five year old um outlander, no? Cruiser, land cruiser, land cruiser has As done a Mr. Beat. Three hundred thousand a rock solid V8 diesel. Can you cover off Scoob? How many Ks do you travel a year? Well, let's throw that out there. One three hundred seven three six seven three six. The Temper 40 Wings text 0433 98 1116. Uh, the Masseuse, they've got to be named as well in the touring party. You've got to keep the, the limbs supple.
3: 22, Cricket Australia to <laughs> ever. What? 22 first class tickets. How's what? their
2: budget? Might have just uh, been Todd Murphy's, 22 years of age. I just thought I'd a million it up. to get him
3: there. Yeah.
2: <laughs> SEM breakfast for the Kogan Money credit card. It's packed full of value. Or well, should have put 23 down because you'll be going
3: as well, of course. Oh, well, yeah, but I, I, they're not paying for me. And what's with this ginger beer here? Not Why, can well I, I talk about this?
2: Why is there a ginger uh, beer here with your head on it?
3: That's dog, heart's dog me, dodged me all day yesterday. Outside of going to the Catholic Church there for a while, I was sitting outside his office. Never came out.
1: The Kogan Money Credit Card. Packed full of value with rewards and no annual fee. Summer
2: Breakfast. Oh, there's your spray, Scoop. There's your fly spray. Seriously. he <laughs> was only 20 minutes later than what you wanted. Uh, he was road testing Brooksy's quiz. The last man standing, which we will play now again get paid today. paid
3: to road test anything other than sound effects. <laughs> finally
2: Hey, Roy's asked, G'day all, question What does uh Glue need to do to get into the Australian international So, Could he ever make it? Your thoughts? You ever seen see much of Hatsa Glue in the no, BBL? No, I haven't You haven't seen him, the real fast action? Yeah, no No, I haven't you haven't? Seen, I haven't seen enough of him Okay My sunglasses were so hot in my car after work yesterday I had to clip them to my aircon. con uh, And what about this? Uh, a few years back I was doing domestic repairs to aircons all over Melbourne and surrounds I was easily doing fifteen hundred K's a week. So about eight thousand a year. Fifteen hundred Ks a week? That is a frightening amount of you barely have time to get out and fix the aircons. Mm. That's a lot, lot of, of travel, isn't That's it? That's a lot of trouble.
3: That's a lot of time to be in the car in the middle of summer. Yep. Um You need a good air con in the car. You've got to have a good air con. Your your car got a good aircon. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. You need it too with the kids in. You them cool in the back. Pretty good. Yeah, blast it up on high and
2: cools down pretty quick. Big seven-seater, our, our little bus. Hey, um, did you see the Miami Heat in the NBA yesterday? I no. mean, I don't follow the NBA too closely. They broke the NBA record for free throws made, and they got 40 from 40. So every wow. single free throw they took, they converted. And I think the final one that Jimmy Butler might have taken ended up um, giving the go-ahead points to win the game. So a new mark, made every single one, 40 from 40. And Jimmy Butler himself, 23 of 23. Uh, second most makes without
3: a miss in NBA history. Question Plunch, without notice. Is the th- free throw in the NBA the mm. same as the goal kick in the AFL? Well, the free throw in the NBA doesn't change. It's from the
2: same spot, same angle every time. Okay. So probably, And don't. they don't get all of them? No, they don't
3: get all of them. Okay. So, And, and what, what I'm trying to – so, you know, there's pressure there when you go and – Put it in. Mm. I would think they should get 40. When they shoot no. some three-pointers and you know, the other shots they make, I'm thinking they should get 40 out of no. 40. No, When they're stationary, just – No. When they're no. seven foot and, it's and not the ring's only just there. <laughs> it's not that easy.
2: Not that easy. Well, they song. should get
3: close to 40.
2: No, they don't. I think I reckon – well, basketball uh, aficionados will correct me. I reckon 80% average is a solid free throw number, maybe even less than that.
3: And our average is less than fifty percent in AFL footy, isn't
2: it? Yeah, but from where though? I mean, we're... no, I understand that. Yeah. Oh, and I'm fatigue just... sets in, pressure sets well, they in get the moment. Fatigued. That's what I'm saying.
3: I mean, they get fatigued in the basketball. That's too. what I'm saying. All oh, those so you're things sticking going... up for the basketball. Yes. And having a crack at the footballers.
2: No, I'm saying the same thing. No set two set shots are the same, and a set shot in the middle of a game, you know, third quarter, fourth quarter, scores level. You've just run you Know 800 metres to collect the ball, running back to goal, then you know all those things come into play, don't they? And you only get your a lot of time now, and then it's play on well,
3: Maddie Lloyd doesn't think that's the case.
2: No, well, Maddie Lloyd so should be kicking it off. Maddie Lloyd is one of the greatest of all time. There's not many like Maddie Lloyd. Hey, yeah, I wanted to ask you about um Zach Bailey as well. So he signed a contract extension it's Two years. another two, no, another two. So I think he's locked down for four years now up there at the Gabba, super exciting player. But he just might be one of those annoying types that's bloody good at everything. So he's just started playing golf. And he goes out the other day with Dane Zorko and another teammate. And I think Dane, the Brisbane Lions skipper, plays a bit. And here's Zach Bailey, who goes and hits a hole in one. He's been playing golf for five minutes. Have you ever hit a hole in one? I know you play a bit of golf.
3: No. He he hasn't hit one already.
2: He has. Yep. And he said, I think it might have pissed the others off a little bit. Do you reckon? Yeah.
3: It's pissed me (laughs) off. We piss off. He's like... It's pissed you off. You weren't even there. No, oh, well, well, he's been playing for two minutes.
2: Tell you where so you are. have has been playing a lifetime. Why are you on my Bundaberg ginger beer bottle? But this uh, not only is your head on it. You've stolen
3: that from my desk. You. Realize.
2: It says brewed for Simon O'Donnell, so I, I wouldn't you, dare drink it.
3: You know you have stolen that from my desk. I'm, I'm borrowing
2: it for props purposes, which doesn't make it for good radio. Yeah, but that's... I just had to show you this. Mm. Uh, this is I, outrageous. I knew it was there. Why haven't you taken it? That's for the straight to the pool room, isn't it, up there in Kilmore?
3: Well, I'll be you know, just letting people know around the office how important I am while I'm maneuvering my way to get to India. Has been known to be occasionally bitter, though, this drop. <laughs> twisted. Just a grumpy old fat bloke. <laughs> <plot.
2: laughs> uh, played a grand final in Swan Hill 07 08, 43 degrees Saturday, Sunday. One of our blokes bowled 32 over straight. And fortunately, we won. That's, that's from proper
3: Billy. country cricket, that is. That's proper country cricket. That
2: is. That's super hot, isn't
3: it? You got the... De- you're uh, from Denny. The, isn't? Yeah, the esky in the back of the ute with the ice in it, with the, the cool drinks and...
2: You must have had some hot days rolling there. i the, the as gum a, trip, bloody as a oh. kid in
3: Denny. They were regulars. 40 degrees was a yeah. regular day. Memorial Park there in Denny you used to be rolling in there at 40 oh, degrees. Jeez, it was
2: hot. I'm trying to think of the hottest I've ever been. Uh, I reckon um, spending a bit of time in Phoenix, Arizona, in the US, when it when it bakes in the valley mm-hmm. there, the so-called Valley of the Sun, sheesh, she's hot. You can't be outside, it's almost that warm. But yeah, that, that'd be well in excess of 40, wouldn't it? Oh yeah, that's nudging 50 Celsius, yeah. I reckon, at times, over there. Stupid hot. Oh. Uh, so we're going to, uh, speaking of hot, the quiz has been hot at the moment because we've got the tickets to Delhi up for grabs at the end of the month. So today we'll get another winner into our final round. Last fan standing. Thanks to Maccas who are giving you and a mate the chance to win that trip to Delhi for the second test. Delhi hasn't had a test for five years, but India and Australia are going to meet there February 17. And thanks to Maccas, as long as you're the last fan standing, you're going and you're going in style. Five nights for you and a mate to Delhi. Premium five-star accommodation for the week. Sports luncheon with SN's cricket commentary team. Corporate hospitality. And when you're not at the cricket, you've got 1000 bucks spending money as well, all thanks to mackers. Can't wait for that. Uh, get involved on in the Tempa 40 Wings text. they the consumer's choice winners. Tempa mattresses, pillows, and adjustable bases conforming to the exact shape of your body. What about this text, Scoot, before we get to the news? My wife started playing golf and that. had a hole-in-one playing off 45 using a driver on the par 3. Yeah. Don't like her already. <laughs> that is outrageous. All right, time for a news update, which means it's time for us to get him a cafe coffee. I think what I'll do is I'll get the house sprayed. That's probably the best thing to do, because I'm going to go home this morning, in the in, in, in the daylight hours, it's going to be like a graveyard. There's going to be those thrip things everywhere. There's going to be the odd bee. There's going to be big, fat blowies who haven't made it. But you, what are those little things that release a little... Every now and then. Yeah, well,
3: well it's your Coxie's spray thing in a, in a little unit, and about every minute they just. Pshht. Right. So they just. They're fantastic. Well, they're fantastic having have in the country. We get a lot of bugs come into the house and different things come into the house. But um, yeah, just and Yeah, okay. You'll hear them a little spray like Coxie's spray there. Yeah, um, and they'll go, you set them for when, how often you want them to go off, and they work. Like you'll be, your house will be free of bugs. They I mean. still have those old fashioned <laughs> blue
2: zappers that you hang out the back that you always saw in the old fish and chip <laughs> sorts <of hanging> <laughs> You just hear them getting fried every five seconds. Just as you're putting that you know, piece of Scotch. Little, oh. You don't, you don't see them anymore, do you? <laughs> Real the old school. It's like they just slowly go towards the lightning. <laughs> Oh dear, (laughs) throwback to another time, aren't they? A sports update for Toro, above or below ground, you can count on Toro. As we mentioned earlier, Todd Murphy, uh, the offie, Victorian offie, has been piloted into the Australian Test Squad, and he's one of four specialist spinners in the squad, joining Nathan Lyon, Mitch Swepson and Ashton Agar. Matty Renshaw, Peter Hanscom are also in the squad. Uh, Pete's got a bit of a hip complaint, but he's said to be... Uh, we'll be okay with the trip for India. Uh, Marcus Harris, though, has been left out. Listening to George Bailey on Marcus Harris, he alluded to the fact that Indian conditions, they're not for Harris. Mm. Stick to the English and and local conditions for him. Uh, Mitch Stark will miss the first test with that finger injury. Unfortunately, Cam Green is in the squad, named at the moment. But as we said earlier, um, it is unknown whether he can recover in time from that broken finger for the first test. Uh, Perth, the Scorchers, they did it easily last night. And they're back on top of the BBL ladder. Two down. Good effort. It was. They defeated uh, the Brisbane Heat by eight wickets with 22 balls remaining last night. They cruised Jason Berendorf, player of the match, off the back of that three for... Twenty-one, and Novak Djokovic His hamstring. It's got a little left hammy mm. issue uh, that flared at the Adelaide International, and it did so again and yesterday. And while
3: practicing yesterday, and he wasn't going hard in practice
2: uh, either when it went. So that sellout against Nick Kyrgios on Friday that might be in a little bit of jeopardy. Um, Who's going
3: to step in there? No, don't know. McEnroe.
2: Sold out in 58 minutes. And Jimmy Connors. Yeah, maybe Jim Courier can put the microphone down and run out and have a hit um, with Nick Kyrgios. So it just hovers over his Australian Open tilt, the nine-time champion requiring treatment on his left leg. He was playing, as you say, Scoob, in that exhibition practice matchup. That was against Daniil Medvedev. And we did speak, didn't we, with Ben Rothenberg yesterday about Naomi Osaka. Mm. Well, now that we know why she's not playing in the Australian Open, potentially, is she uh, announced overnight, just a few hours ago, in fact, that uh, she's pregnant and posted a picture of a, an ultrasound. Oh, so cool. congrats to Naomi Osaka. Oh, but she yeah. did speak of her enthusiasm and, and want to get back on the circuit uh, at the Australian Open next year. curiosity? N- yes. Not pregnant? No, he's not pregnant. No. <laughs> he's in advanced talks to join the South East Melbourne Phoenix as a co-owner with a bunch of NBA players as well, which has been murmured for a while, but they're saying could be announced uh, today or this week.
3: We could have a nick on the board.
2: You'd be happy with that if you were yeah, South East Melbourne
3: Phoenix? My word.
2: Yeah. Adelaide is set to uh, provide delisted midfielder Tyler Brown with the opportunity to trial for a spot on their rookie list. They've got a vacant spot. The Crows, of course, after Fisher Macassie, uh quit the game, retired earlier this week. Former Gold Coast Richmond defender Oleg Markov set to audition for a rookie spot on Collingwood's list ahead of next month's preseason supplemental selection period at deadline. He
3: was a really good athlete. What was he? Was he pole was vault? He a fo- was he a pole vaulter? pole vaulter? Was he? I reckon Markov was a pole vaulter. Yeah, before he started. Yes, Before he was I think his old man. The AFL.
2: I want to say his old man was a pole vaulter too, but uh, yeah, I heard he was a very good athlete. Yes, I reckon he'd have to be to do pole vault. Mm. One of the most
3: Whoa, tough, wouldn't
2: it? I always think of pole vault. And I think, how did you get started in it? How do you get started in pole vault? And how do you end up doing it eventually? For all the mechanisms, they must have you. Eventually, there is a point where you've got to stick that thing in that in that slot and get mm. over the get over the bar. That's got to be terrifying first couple
3: of yeah, times, man. doesn't it? must be a great a feeling when in the that. pole oh. slings you. You know, the pole has yeah. that bend in it, and then it, it all of a sudden slings you. Just it. get launched. It's a bit like you know, on the back of a speedboat when they start doing those circles and, and you get slinged out from behind the boat. Uh, that, that must be quite a feeling.
2: And Zach Bailey will remain at the Lions, as we said, until the end of 2026 following the extension of a deal that already had him tied to the club for another two seasons. Uh, Never subscribe to the Flycatcher, someone says here. They are revolting to change the contents of, but subscribe to doing an Insect Bombs. I think that's what you're talking about, isn't it, Scoot? Leave I'll oh, leave the house for a couple of hours and let it fumigate. Mm-hmm. What about all those bug old bug zappers with uh with with used to get a larger insect like a moth or a dragonfly would find its way in there and it would just literally cook and smoke for about thirty seconds. They were horrific things. Those little blue zappers, absolutely horrific. Uh, morning, gents. I'm doing about eight hundred kilometres a week at the moment, up and back Hamilton to Melbourne, in and around Melbourne, then back. Question without notice. Who isn't there in the Delhi test squad who will be there in England? So who isn't going to make the trip uh, to India? Who's going to make the trip for the Ashes, Dave's asking.
3: Well, Marcus Harris is probably a, Might a be. candidate with what George Bailey has said.
2: Hmm. And Paul's, uh, uh, um, just backing up what we said earlier, Mark's dad, Oleg Markov's dad was a pole vaulter. Well, Paul.
3: He's the son of a 2001 world champion pole vaulter, Dmitry Markov. There you go. And mother Valentina. Valentina. And she was a athlete, so lots of athletes in the family.
2: Luke in Geelong, does Scoob ever stop working? Every time I listen to SEN, he's on. Absolute workhorse
3: on your Scoob. You only got a couple of shows of the Sporting Flame to go today and tomorrow, and then just back to the one show a day. Well, I'll be with on the. F- f- I'm assuming I'll be on the finale of Sporting Flame, um, given I haven't been a guest yet. Yeah. What sound effect have we got, Coxie for not wrong. wanted? <laughs>
2: Or just straight no, that's it. O- Oscar Allen, I didn't mention West Coast star, uh, emerging star, eyeing a round one return after missing the entire twenty twenty two season, of course, with injury. He was speaking with optimism yesterday. For that was for Toro, above or below ground, you can count on
3: Toro. I'm going to speak to management about getting you on before the year finishes. Be good to have you on.
2: Good, thank you. That's a good answer. That's the answer I was looking for. Why well, couldn't you say that the first time? No fun if I said it. Okay. Uh, We'll take a break here on uh, Summer Breakfast. Weather update uh, coming up shortly. But I reckon she's going to be another cracker today. Not as hot as yesterday. Maybe top of 28, I feel. Just uh, lick my finger and hold it to the air. I reckon 28 and sunny today. In
3: the uh, slumber unit in the cave on Saturday. 37, 38, Saturday. Ouch. Ouch. Get the deck done by then. It's getting hot in here.
1: The Kogan Money Credit Card, packed full of value with rewards and no annual fee. Summer Breakfast.
2: Geez, maybe I'm naive, Scoob. Some people do some crazy Ks out there. Darren, Mount Dandenong to Malmesbury, five days a week for five years, 270 kilometre round trip. Ooh. Do the maths on that. Mm. Uh, morning Lad's been working in Sorrento for around eight months, hour and a half drive each way, two tanks of diesel a week. And around 1, kilometers a thousand kilometres a week—that's a lot of time yeah. in the vehicle.
3: Two tanks of diesel a week, and that's where those that are travelling—and you think about trucks—I'm talking about just travelling like in a, in a Toyota Land Cruiser. I'm two tanks of diesel a week, and we've gone from what was it a dollar thirty at yeah, the start of last year? What are they worth now? Um, to now, uh, two dollars yeah. thirteen or twenty, whatever wow. it is. So, so you. Basically, your your price for diesel has gone up fifty percent. A lot of money to drive a car, oh, isn't it? Absolutely it smashes you. Nothing Smashing
2: nothing it. flattens you either. Like your rego coming through. Mine came through the other the other week. The registration. Why me, Teddy? it Costs a lot of money to put a car on the road mm. these days, doesn't it? And but you need up, it. Going up by the minute. Uh, you need it. Really? Actually, can I just make a public service announcement quickly? I'll get, the, West Ga- I'll get the Westgate Bridge over most of the time. I'll find it the quickest way. Now, if you're heading in the other, Williamstown Road, you know, they're doing a lot of work around there at the moment on the Westgate with the, oh, with the no. project. Their, their outbound lane is closed coming along Williamstown Road. So if you go along Williamstown Road this morning and you want to turn right onto the Westgate Freeway to head towards Geelong, don't try and do it. Even at four o'clock, there were people screaming up, brakes on, U turns. It was getting dangerous there. So heaven forbid. You know what it's going to be like in an hour or so's time, so stay away from that intersection.
3: Now, after the show, I'm going out to South Werribee. Oh yeah, what's that? what's happening out there? I'm going to look at some veggies. Oh yeah, fresh nice. veggies. Beautiful. Put them in the back of the unit. Yeah. Take them home and <laughs> you go there. Well, you don't go to Coles like everyone else. Yeah, I do. Right. but got a mate well, straight out there. to the farm. Here you go and...
2: Oh, this is your mate who grows the. What's he specialise in? Collies. Yeah.
3: Mm. Nice. All that sort Beautiful of stuff. out there. Um, you Legisers. go to Shadowfax
2: Winery on the way home, pick up a couple no, of bottles. No.
3: Well, hang on, mate, we're talking 9.30 in the morning. where don't your... think I should be going to Shadowfax at 10 o'clock. Yeah, Brooksy's just reminded me And They walk me, but... in and the say, well, there's Sammy Edmonds, mate. He's obviously got a bit of an issue. Where's our spuds? You asked me the other day for a lot of
2: potatoes, and I, I, I answered strongly. Well, it's been an issue. Strongly in the affirmative.
3: been an issue with the spuds. What do you mean? I was meant to get some paper bags for the thigh that always must be obeyed. And I forgot, I got a hell of a basting. She wants to put the potatoes in the paper bags, not right. plastic bags. Yeah, well, that's it's nice. Paper bags. This is your better half, your lovely yep. wife. So I've got to get paper bags now today. Well, we'll get them. I, I just said, put them in a bucket, get one of the old <laughs> horse buckets. Put them in one. You can't do that. You've got to present them properly. Thank you. So I copped a spray. Thank you. Yeah, on behalf of you lot, and now Coxie's not getting it because he's been lazy this morning and been offbeat. He hasn't been listening to us.
2: Hey, Vito says it's Werribee South, not South Werribee. Oh, sorry. All right? Vito. Sorry. Thank you, Vito. So am I going to run into traffic or not?
3: No. Am I right coming from here over the Westgate?
2: No, you'll be right. It's just the on-ramp. In fact, it'll be a better run for you because you won't have merging
3: traffic. right, okay. Uh, I think. (laughs) That's been bothering me. Because you'll need that. they've been... There's been bad news on that part of the You take the Werribee
2: Zoo exit, wouldn't you? You go up to Werribee Zoo and I pass up... past the, oh, so the Werribee Zoo. Oh, pass Werribee Zoo. Duncan's Road, I think it oh, is. Oh, Duncan's Road. Okay. Mm-hmm. The price of diesel is why all our produce prices are going through the roof, which is crazy given the fact that the price is matched to the price in Singapore. No free market there. Uh, lads, I service kitchen appliances do about 10 to 11 calls per week and average 250 Ks a week. Spend more time in the car than fixing. Alex in Borwyn. Uh, and the reps, yeah. Adam and Seymour, I used to be a sales rep in the country. I was doing two and a half to 3,000 Ks a week. That is unbelievable. Yeah, is. yeah. But in the bush, that's what you do. God almighty. It's what you do. You've got to get somewhere. That's what you yeah. do. The Rego's only 700 and something. My car insurance just came through and it's 2,400. Blimey, Teddy. Cost of living. Insurance, registration, fuel, tolls. Goodness knows what else. Um yeah, it all goes into the mix. At a seven o'clock, we're going to discuss the uh, Australian cricket team, Scoob, and the squad that's been named for the Tour of India. This highly anticipated four-test series, three Victorians in the mix. Maybe only one's going to play initially, and then who knows what happens after that. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on it all. Ball, bat, uh, the sort of pitchers we might get over there in India as well. First test in Delhi that we're Gusty. going to see in five years. Gusty. And I reckon that Nagpur one, the first test, uh, whenever you hear the phrase, raging turner.
3: That's when, that's when you know. But that... Barat thought that the pitches might be okay, particularly Delhi, because he, he said, you know, it's foggy and there's a lot of moisture around it, Delhi. Mm. Mm. Not as in rain, but it's it's sort of a um, a moist atmosphere. I might take an earlier here. I want I want to come back and I want to ask you: Have you ever heard
2: of uh, an athlete named Olivia Dunn? Yes, I have. You've heard that name? Yep. We're going to discuss her no, in a moment. Have a clue <laughs> you haven't. Okay, no, I only heard about her a week or so ago. Her fame is rising so quickly. It it, it is. Some people are saying it's becoming scary oh, it's over a there. Formula One She's driver. a gymnast, U.S. college, only twenty oh. years of age, oh. has taken on such a sharp rise to fame. Some people are saying it's it's getting a little disturbing and a little bit dangerous. We might have another. Might be another corner Cobra on our hands here, Scoob. It's absolutely good it thing for gymnastics. It will be. I haven't um, seen them fill the stadium for a I while. I want to talk to uh, you about her on the other side of this break. The Kogan Money
1: Credit Card. Packed full of value with rewards and no annual fee. Summer
4: Breakfast.
2: Great to have your company. Sam Edmund, Simon O'Donnell with you on a Thursday morning. So, Olivia Dunskoop, uh, society just amazes me in the the modern day. The rise to fame and prominence of some people can happen so sharply. So, Olivia's just a 20-year-old uni student, uh, college gymnast, 20 years of age. Blew up over the COVID sort of period when she posted photos and, and videos. And look, let's be honest, she's a, a very glamorous looking young woman. So her rise to frame is is propelled by that. She's an athlete as well. She's got nearly 10 million followers now on Instagram and TikTok, and it's got to the point where the LSU bus that takes these gymnasts around the, the country to compete now needs private security to escort them into these stadiums. They have to po- yeah. park their bus in separate locations. There are hordes of you know men in their late teens, early 20s, waiting outside the stadium to catch a glimpse of, of this lady. And now that they've changed the rules when it comes to the NCAA and the college system in the US, they're able to actually make money off their own brand. Now they never used to be able to earn money from their exploits. So it mm-hmm. basically all go back in towards the, the colleges, but they've they've changed the the rules, the nil rules, which is name, image, or likeness. So now that amateur athletes like Olivia can, can um, make a living wage from their work at, from outside sources. So Olivia has gone and signed all these these deals uh, oh, wow. with activewear companies and the like. And they're saying yeah. she could make $2 million next year, all while being a university student and getting a, a degree. But her rise to fame has happened so fast that some people say it's become a little disturbing and even a little bit dangerous to some of these meets over there in the US. Isn't it just amazing the way the power of social media now for it's people? Extraordinary.
3: I'm just going through um, some of the, uh, some of her activities on Twitter and some of her activities on, what's the other one? Instagram.
2: Instagram. Mm-hmm. You're not oh, a TikToker,
3: are you? I'm not a TikToker.
2: Me either. No, but that's no, a big a that's a big vehicle for her. But yeah, you can that's, see. That's quite extraordinary. Yeah. and And yeah, very easy on the eye, a good athlete, obviously, you know, speaks and conducts and handles herself well. I mean, the world at her feet, but the vehicle that people have now to, I guess, push their own brand is amazing. And this has all happened seemingly within... 10 minutes. Like, it's amazing how mm. quickly it's happened. So, um, Isn't that good for gymnastics? Yeah, I think it will be. As long as it's... It's got to be, doesn't it? Can't be can't be always good for her and her, her team. I know she tweeted something just the other day I saw saying, you know, please respect the other gymnasts. I always appreciate the love and support from you guys. But if you come to a meet, please be respectful of the others and, and the gymnastics community. We're just doing our job. Mm. So it's probably bordering on slightly disturbing from time to time. But... This is, a, this is a lot of, potentially could be a lot of fame for someone. Pretty and enough.
3: is she of a calibre that will make the. Yeah, I think so. US team? Yep,
2: yep. But had some injuries in her teenage years that have held her back, but um, seemingly not now. So maybe one for the next Olympic Games. Absolutely. Uh, we're going to talk cricket out at seven o'clock. Uh, the Aussie squad has been named for India. Mac Horton's still to join us as well. We're going to catch up with Ashgard.
1: The Kogan Money Credit Card, packed full of value with rewards and no annual fee. Summer Breakfast. Welcome back, Sam Edmunds,
2: Simon O'Donnell uh, getting your Thursday started here. Nice day today, although just hearing a chance of a thunderstorm with 27 degrees. Uh, Mac Horton's going to join us, uh, Olympic swimming superstar, of course, gold medalist, ambassador for the Kel Evans Great Ocean Road Race People's Ride, which is on uh, Saturday the 28th of this month. Ash Garner's going to join us, Australian cricket Garner, ahead of the T20 World Cup in South Africa. And I didn't mention the PAP. Ryan Pappenhausen, Melbourne Storm superstar fullback. I caught up with him yesterday. He's over there in the States at the moment. And you would have joined me, but you had... Uh, A funeral to go to, of course, Scoob, and had some sweating to do inside the church there. So uh, I sat down with Ryan, and he was really interesting, I thought. So looking forward to playing that a little bit uh, later on as he looks to come back from a pretty nasty injury in the middle of last year with that Mm. um, fractured kneecap. But uh, he's over there in Philadelphia at the moment. Uh, You are listening to SEM Breakfast for the Kogan Money Credit Card, packed full of value. And this test series against India is packed full of anticipation, Scoob. We can't wait for Australia has won Mm -hmm. once in India in half a century. But we go over there with a squad that a lot of people are optimistic can uh, create history Uh, Four test series coming, and Australia's named their 18 players that they've entrusted with the responsibilities over there in the subcontinent. Three Victorians in it, Boland, Hanscom, and Todd Murphy, the bespectacled off-spinner who is really the story of the squad. Just the seven first-class games. You spoke about him earlier for Victoria. Out of Moama, almost discovered by accident. Um, He's in there. They've named four spinners, though. But looking... Remember, sock success in 2017. Steve O'Keefe, I think he took 19 wickets, mm. and Lyon might have taken 19 wickets as well. So it shows you the value of the left-arm orthodox. And Australia was have um, a fallen victim to left-arm orthodox in that part of the world. I think most recently against uh, Sri Lanka, where we had a hard time of it as well. So, I mean, for all the critics of Ashton Agar, that is why he is in the squad. Are you any surprises for you, or is it? Uh, well, I'm much- just
3: looking through. I'm trying to put a different slant on this of why those spinners are there. From the 9th to the 13th of February, we're at Nagpur. Now, I expect that to turn. The raging turner. Yeah. Use the proper proper terminology. I expect that to turn a lot. If that's a raging turner, well, that's a raging turner. Raging. I think that will be slow, low, and turn. Right. Then we're going to Delhi. Delhi will get more of what we would consider... An Australian pitch, I think there'll be a bit more bounce in Delhi and it'll hold together for a bit longer. Can't the Indians just manufacture them however they want? Well, they generally do, but I'm not sure whether they can manufacture it in Delhi right. to the way they would like it, you know, to be perfectly, to sure. suit yep. their way of play. Because all the, what they're going to try and do is make it as unrealistic to the way we play because they know they'll be able mm. to play those conditions better. Mm, mm. Okay? Third test is in... Dharamsala? Dharamsala. Um, not familiar with that. No, so. either am I. So I, I just need to do a little bit more homework on, on Dharamsala. And the final test is at Ahmedabad, which that will spin. That's Ahmedabad the 130,000-seater. Yes, it's the, the big stadium named after the Prime Minister. Yes. So... Um, India are going to play to their strengths. we're going to have to adapt to that. We've got very experienced lineup now. It's going to be fantastic. Mm. It just is going to be a brilliant four Test series. Um, the conditions will be so alien to what a lot of our guys are used to playing in that's probably my worry. the last I think the last time we went to India we went to the ICC in Dubai. For a couple of weeks and we were playing on Indian type pitches because they can manufacture those sort of pitches at the ICC and at their training facility to sort of mirror what you're going to face when you go to these um, visiting countries and we're not doing that this time. We've got seven days leading into that first test after we arrived to going into the first test so that... that Issues a challenge. It's Did going to be fantastic. Yeah, it really. Is. But
2: a lot of the guys are playing Big Bash at the moment, though. So I mean, uh, it's great for the BBL. Is it? Is it great for the fact that they're going to be playing five yeah, day cricket I in a, in a month's time?
3: I think it's good because it's just a bit of a release. Yep, beauty. You know, just go out there and yeah. crash bang and uh, you know, they're yes, they they want their sides to win, but there's not as much on it as it and there's not as much pressure in those games as there will be when they go to India. So I think it's a nice refresher. It, it's good for them to. Just go and have a bit of a release for a few weeks before they leave.
2: So Prabath Jayasuriya, that was the name I was thinking about. The left arm finger spinner, I think, was on debut for Sri Lanka um, when we went there. I think he, he uh, I'm just reading, he took twelve wickets in a couple of tests there. So that that's the value of 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 the left arm spin. So do you, do you think Agar will be the one they go to first to partner Nathan Lyon, yeah, or will think, they go for?
3: I think Agar's been falsely maligned. Yeah, uh, he bowled fourteen in the first innings and. Half a dozen Eight in the second something. when it yep. didn't matter, uh, you know. So I I think you know Pat Cummins knew he didn't have a lot of time to bowl South Africa out. So he went with his mainstays for want of a better way of putting it than giving Aston Agar time to settle in. It just wasn't the, his Test match once the rain started to happen. So they did pick him in the first place. So I, I think. He'd be unlucky not to be part of that first test, mm. Ashton Ago. really would
2: be. Could there be a situation where they play? I was reading Ben Horn writing There could be a situation in the news call papers where they play three spinners Possibly. in a game. Yeah. But
3: you've got Head, Labashane, and Smith that can all bowl spin.
2: Yeah, but Labashane, it was interesting listening to him just before he departed for the Big Bash saying, look, I'm, I'm, okay, I'm a part-time bowler, but over in that part of the world, you need to bowl consistently, accurately. Over over a period of time, he said, oh, I just can't do that. I can't land it on the spot, ball after ball, over mm. after hour, hour, after hour. He goes, I might be able to bowl a few overs here and there as an impact bowler, but I'm not in there for the long haul. And the fact that they've named four specialist spinners maybe suggests that they, they might not turn to those guys as much. I'm not sure. But um, it'd be really interesting to see uh, how that plays out. Uh, Mitchell Swepson made the tour again, so Zampa misses out.
3: The best batter out of the spinners is Todd Murphy he was a top order player before he, the, the spin started to take over and it's sort of one of those natural things when you say oh you're the spinner okay you you're batting 7 or 8 you know maybe 9 he, he's better than that he 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 is a, a genuine 7 or 8 so uh, he he's going to be the best batter of the spinners in time probably Ashton Agar is, is ahead of him at the minute so they I reckon they will go with that change the left arm finger spinner and the right arm finger spinner they'll take into the first test and they'll adjust accordingly if they need to. Uh, a
2: text from Ben Andromana, Darum Sala up north in the hills, home of the Dalai Lama, but Adam's texting to say, if my potential tour guide doesn't know enough about the third test venue to secure his seat, <laughs> um, then that's a concern. So Adam's on the ball. If he wins the trip... I'm not sure he's going to be partnering with you, Scoob, so you might quickly have to go through some lonely planet guides for India between now and departure.
3: Adam, that's uh, that's a bit too cool for the room, that. Paul, I, it is very cool. I quick. don't want Adam winning the quiz. Paul, uh, slow spinners don't do well in
2: India. You need to be able to push the ball through pretty quick, and that's why Agar will be handy. Um, It'll be really interesting to see how our bats go as well. Uh, David Warner, of course, fresh from his player of the series uh, nomination. Also, Smith, Labashane, guys that have been there um, and done it before. And and then our quicks. So Paddy Cummins will partner, obviously, with Josh Hazelwood early. You'd think Scotty Boland will be there alongside of him. And can Travis Head take India by storm as he's done since he got his his baggy green and um, really... Really, Sean. Here, in his we'll way. find out
3: pretty quickly. We are he won't find do anything really differently than what he does here. He'll come out, and if the ball's there to be hit, it's the first ball he faces, that's what he'll do.
2: Well, you hope he sticks to his attacking instincts, don't you? Well, that's, that's and, that, what, and that and that and that doesn't change.
3: That's when he's at his best. Mm. So you have you, got to play to your strengths, no matter what the conditions. Yeah, there are time periods where you might just have to kick him away and and hang in there until the the tide starts to turn. But the majority of time, you want to play to your strengths because. Uh, You can't let the bowlers be bowling to theirs all the time. You've got to dictate at some stage. And so the door's not shut on
2: Harris, you wouldn't have thought. I mean, obviously he will need to keep performing and with the hope of maybe going to England for the Ashes. He's been leapfrogged by Matty Renshaw, of course, um, was leapfrogged for that spot at number six uh, in the Sydney test, just gone. So the door's not shut on him, I'd imagine. No, I I don't think
3: so. I didn't hear George Barley explain it, but you were saying there earlier that, you know, sort Mm. of saying that, you know, for Harris, India is not the place for him to bat.
2: He said he's. They see him more as an Australian and English conditions specialist, and that mm-hmm. I guess the the run making skills of Matty Renshaw, Peter Hanskin were preferred for India. That yeah. was that was to summarise. Yeah,
3: well, I, I think I think he had a very good county season last year, and you know, he came home here. And he's been part of the squad right throughout the summer, so it'd be good for him to go back and play some Sheffield Shield cricket. Um, see the see the red ball, feel ball on bat and and get into a bit of a rhythm because obviously he's in the frame to to go to England as part of that touring party after this Indian tour. Mm. It'll
2: be, and, and Cameron Green, obviously, so much hinges on his shoulders, not from what he provides the team, of course, but just the, the, the sense of balance that he brings to the 11 when he does play. And that is a real race against time.
3: And even looking at the, uh, the texts we're getting through of whether slow bowlers do better in India or bowlers that push it through, I mean... That that's the intrigue of what we're about to find out. You know these different venues, the pitches that that they produce, and, and you know what spinners do well, on, what quicks do well. On them also, I mm. don't forget we're losing Mitchell Stark for the first test. That's not good. That's a blow. You know, mm. no matter what how the pitch is playing, he can swing it and bowl those you know big in swinging yorkers and really cause batsmen some trouble. So he's a loss for us in that first test. Uh, Alex says off the text uh, they don't miss they don't miss much
2: uh, our, our listenership. Uh, but gentlemen, Marnus was an impact bowler last night. He bowled one over for twenty runs. He had an impact on the scorchers winning. <laughs> well, the big bash is a whole different beast, isn't it? We know that, of course. Uh, right, we might take a break, but a couple of texts came through that I didn't get to. The old blue bug zappers that you can't get anymore. Well, apparently you can. can you? Told here. You. I wanted I wanted a trip down memory lane, so I bought a blue light zapper recently from Bunnings to keep the mozzies away. Sadly, still waiting for the first zap. Not as good as they used to be. Well, they've been watered down. Yeah. On the on the charge. Those zappers in the fish and chip shops in the old days they, was, they, they were they constantly zapping. They didn't miss anything, no. did they? Just a fleck of dust would fly into them. Zzz. But not anymore, just apparently. Just zap your burger on the way out sometimes. Down. Don't understand off the text just quickly here why Zampa doesn't get a game. He has to be the best spinner after Lyon. So they haven't gone for him. They've gone for Swepson, who on uh, the most recent tour of the subcontinent, we might have said earlier, uh, 10 wickets at 45, I reckon. But they've they've gone for Mitch Swepson rather than Zampa. I wonder why why that is.
3: Well, it's, it's hard to for Zampa to have put... You know, a, a record together to yeah. say, look at me, look at me. I think he's played one Red Bull game in three years. Yep, and he, we did speak to him recently, didn't we, where he wanted to play a, a bit more Sheffield Shield mm. in the lead-up to,
2: to perhaps get himself on that plane, but um, it hasn't worked out. Um, so where he goes, we'll see. Anyway, captaining the Melbourne Stars this year and uh, in the BBL, which they've had their struggles, haven't they, the Stars? Uh, we'll take a break. Uh, SEN Summer Breakfast is for the Kogan Money credit card. Packed full of value. We'll be back right after this.
1: The Kogan Money Credit Card. Packed full of value with rewards and no annual fee. Summer Breakfast.
2: Well, Mac Horton is an Olympic World Championship and Commonwealth Games gold medalist. He's a superstar of the pool, but Mac swapping the Speedos for the Lycra as an ambassador for the Cadell Evans Great Ocean Road Race People's Ride Scoob, which is actually Mm. back later this month for the first time in two years. And he joins us on the line. Morning, Mac. Welcome to SEN. Good morning, gents. Thanks for having me. Now, I need to ask, are you just as comfortable on the bike as you are in the water?
5: (laughs) Not even close. I do (laughs) love riding, though. I grew up riding quite a bit, like just around the streets of uh, where I grew up and used to ride with my mates and stuff. Um, and I love it to supplement training, but, um, yeah, I may have bid off more than I can chew here doing 125 K ride.
6: Right. <laughs> well,
2: that's what I was going to ask you, Mac. because the beauty of the people's ride is that on Saturday, January 28, there's an option for everyone. So there's a shoe that fits anyone. There's a 35 kilometer course, a 50 kilometer course. And then there's the, the whop up Scoob, that Mac uh, refers to, 125 kilometres, but it's not 125 kilometres of flat roads either. There's a bit of elevation in there too, Mac, so you're a pretty tall man. You're going to have to get that frame up and over a few little lumps and bumps.
5: Yeah, I think it's about 1,200 metres of climbing total. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be tough. <laughs> um, but, I I mean, I, I look forward to the challenge. Uh, I couldn't say no
3: to it. <laughs> no pain, no gain here, Mac.
5: Exactly. And it is early season swimming, so um, yeah, I think it's probably good training games in the long term.
3: <laughs> yep. Now, will you finish before the world champs are on at F- Fukuoka? <laughs> <laughs>
5: well, that's August, so hopefully.
2: hopefully. <laughs> but hey, to, just to ask a real Nuffy question here, I mean, there must be uh, obviously a totally different sport by uh, uh, just about any way you can measure, but... You've obviously got a big engine and a big tank. That's going to hold you in good stead on the bike. So endurance won't be a problem. It's just uh, maybe those those muscles that might be a bit foreign to you.
5: Spot on. The engine's fine. It'll just be the legs. Hopefully they don't give out. I'm going to have to have so many sacks. I was thinking about this the other day. Yeah. So I've done a few 100K rides for training before. And I get to the end, and I have to go to a bakery and order like eight different things. Um, so I'm just going to have to fill my bib with absolutely everything to get me through
2: it. And and save a gel for Shalambra. I don't know how well you know that part of the world, um, Mac. But there's what do you a mean save a gel. What's that mean? Well, your little energy gel at the uh-huh. end. Right. You're going to need to get keep your fuel up, That's what he's talking about. You have to keep you can, your shoulders
3: yeah. up. Have a- a, a bag of snakes alive? there no, be no, no, into no. Get it goes go. the whole way. Orange snakes, you, green snakes. You, you can't be
2: stuffing around, can you, Mac, with a bag of snakes alive on your handlebars? you just got to get the food in no, quick. Can't. yeah you can't. you got to get it so, quick.
5: Um, yeah, everyone raves about this hill, so um, I guess looking forward to seeing it.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> you'll be cranking your <laughs> neck up. It's a bit like being stuck in row double A at the cinema when you're a kid and your neck's just uh, cranked towards the, uh, the screen. Great. Yeah, she's a nasty little thing just at the end there. So uh, make sure you save a bit for that. But, um, mate, good on you for putting your hand up and doing it. It's a it's a great thing. And the event, as I say, has been missing for a couple of years. So great that you're more than an ambassador in name and you're actually going to get out there and put the cleats on and, and mix
3: it with the folk.
5: Yeah, I can't wait to get out there. It's going to be good fun. It's going to be a good weekend. Um, and obviously people can still register if they want to get involved as well.
3: Yeah, Mac, I see there's three rides, 35, 50 and 125 mm-hmm. kilometres. So... Like, like, could yep. I go in the 35 kilometre Easy. one with my fat wheel bike? Like, I don't have to have a race oh,
5: bike. And and you don't know what gels are, so you probably would go <laughs> in the 35, I think. <laughs>
3: Anything longer than that, you're going to you're gonna bonk.
2: You're going to hunger flat. Um, Mac, tell us about Fukuoka that Scoo mentioned earlier. So July, um, it's going to come upon us quickly, of course. Um, how are the early stages of your preparation going for that?
5: They're good. Uh, we had a bit of downtime over Christmas, which was great. So we're just building back into training at the moment. Uh, we've got trials, I think, around June-ish, uh, probably five or six weeks before Worlds. So it's kind of a, quite a long build to get to that. Um, so we're not taking our time, but we're making sure we set up properly, if that makes sense.
2: Yep. And you relocated, us oh, probably a while ago now. It certainly wasn't recently, a couple of years ago, up to the Gold Coast, didn't you?
5: Yeah, just over a year ago. Um, so still... I mean, I'm settled, but just still trying to put the puzzle together. If that makes sense, um, but I think, yeah, it'll it'll get there eventually.
2: Yeah, what What do you mean by that? Can you elaborate ever so slightly?
5: Uh, I just I'm not. What I do in training hasn't lined up probably with what I do in racing yet. Um, and so all the the pieces are there, but it's just putting them together, hence the puzzle analogy.
2: yeah. so when when one changes coaches like you've done, I think you're with um you with Michael Ball still or yeah, yeah yeah. so what level of adjustment has that been for you?
5: Uh, quite a bit. When I first got here, he told me, he said, forget everything. Uh, right. Starting again, <laughs> That's basically. a big adjustment then. <laughs> yeah. But it, I think part of it is being coachable as well. So if I forget everything that makes me more coachable to him, um, cause if I'm constantly comparing, uh, and going, Oh, this is how I used to do this. I preferred when I did this, it's very hard for him to be able to implement what he needs to do. Mm. Um, so yeah, you kind of just have to let go and
3: let it happen. Jeez, that, that's an extraordinary trust. You're yeah. putting in a coach, man. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah.
5: Um, that's what coaching is, though, and that's high performance form of sport. So, yeah. yeah, it's all part of the process.
2: Yeah. So is there a bit, of, a bit of give and take with this, or do you literally just surrender yourself over, Mac?
5: Early days, you surrender yourself over, I think. Um, and then as you progress, you kind of fine-tune together.
3: And if you put a time limit on that to say, well, okay, we yeah. we want the planets to align by in this period of time so I can I can get to my world champs, et cetera, et cetera, and, and be clear of mind knowing I'm I'm pulling in the right direction?
5: Well, the the goal and the focus is always the Olympics, so it better be happening by right then.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be uh, – Matt, I, I, I was keen to ask you when we knew we were having you on. I mean, someone who's had, you know, a lot of success of you have had, and then when things perhaps don't go your way more recent times, you know, what that does for you uh, mentally, which I imagine is really challenging. But at the same time, I mean, your motivation, which all professional athletes search for, no matter where they are in their in their journeys, must be massive at the moment.
5: Yeah, it is massive. I think the, the move has been, like, refreshing um, and – I, like, I'm really loving swimming and just really loving the process. And so that's that's where a lot of my motivation comes from. Um, and, I mean, if I could just train forever and live the life that I currently do forever, I would. Um, but yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. you have to, you know, get results to keep doing that. Um, so, yeah, I just, I'm motivated by by the love of it.
2: Well, that's the main thing, isn't it? Great to talk to you, mate. Really appreciate you sharing some time with us uh, this morning. Uh, Best of luck with all that's to come. Big year for you in the pool. But, hey, best of luck with the Cadellivans Great Ocean Road Race People's Ride as well. Uh, Good on you for biting off the whole thing. If you're going to do it, you might as well do it properly. Exactly. Thank you very much, guys. Good on you, Mac Mac Horton there, Olympic Games gold medalist. He's going to take to the bike uh, later this month down uh, on the Bellarine Scoob. So explain to me what jewels are. Come on, Scooby! Must oh, know. I
3: don't know what gels are. They're an what energy ge-
2: an energy gel. They come in a what sachet. They're they literally a little gel, a gooey gel that you just um, rip the top off and just squeeze in your mouth. It's a hit of, of caffeine, of sugar, uh, of carbs, and it gives you a boost, an immediate God. boost. So for cycling, they're massive. Okay. You save them, save them for when you most need them at the end, because there's no worse a feeling than when, as I said, you bonk, you you you've hunger flat. You don't sugar flat. That's yeah. it. Once the fuel goes, the fuel tank's empty. So
3: you you won't use them first up, you'll use them later in no, your you you ride. You can have too many
2: and they can, they can they can get nasty. They can clog you up.
3: Oh wow. Yeah. So they can go the opposite way. I
2: save them for the end. I prefer real food, but um for the end, for a sugar hit at the end, they are they're quite important.
3: Right. And and yeah. you you rip them off while you're riding and yeah. yeah. well, seen blacks yeah. like go for the drink bottle. Yeah. Things like that. But oh, you, if you ever you watch the Tour de to
2: France, quite often one's attached to the other. They give them a, a bidon, as the French call them, a drink bottle, and strapped to that drink bottle is a gel with elastic band around it. They take both. All right. Yeah. Rip one off, chuck it in the bottle cage, and suck down the gel, and then off they go.
3: Make mental note. Don't think cyclists are boring anymore, and what? a
2: 10 for 40 weeks text. Uh, Anytime (laughs) you like, uh, Scoop. Uh, Get your (laughs) unique bed match profile, find the right bed for you. 40 weeks serious about sleep. Uh, Tom, I did like Max's little clip for you, though, given you don't know what a gel is. probably best you do the 35. I was thinking (laughs) of doing the 35 k You could easily do the 35k.
3: My my wheels on my bike are fat. Yeah, that's okay. It's like a... BMX
2: all, shapes sort of and so- bike. all shapes and sizes. I,
3: well. I, m- I might be able to do the, the light one, but I've gone off it
2: now. Time for a news update, which means it's time for us to get him a cafe coffee. You might even find a gel for Scoob to get him through the last 90 minutes of the show. <laughs> Welcome back. Sam Edmund, Simon O'Donnell with you uh, here on Summer Breakfast. Who's uh, the
3: Chinese bloke Matt took on? I can't remember now. Sun
2: Lin? Well, he didn't really. He took on just half of China, not just the swimmer. Yeah, but the, yeah, it the was like you
3: beat him, and yeah. he, he wouldn't. Can't remember. I wouldn't wasn't stand gonna, on obvi- the dais. Obviously, no, wasn't. no, we didn't want to ask him that. That's, but I, I just need the names. One of our texts is all. Let us know. Yeah, yeah. O four double three um, ninety eight eleven sixteen.
2: Yeah, good fella, Mac Horton. I wish him well because it sounds like he's been through. Uh, been through the ringer to some degree um, when it comes to what he's paid to do and uh, what he's uh, ultimately very, very good at, and that's swimming. You know, I haven't ever laughed with him on the cycling, but uh, we wish him well. Change of yeah. coach, of course, right. uh, recently. Frank's in one turner. He's, he's calling up with a bit of advice for you, I reckon, Scoo. Welcome, Frank. Good morning.
6: Hey, <laughs> okay. Well, see, I'm listening to poor old Simon here that's got the fat tyres. right into uh, her cycling and... Uh She's got uh, one of those gravel bikes and um, she's got the fat tyres on that. Now, what what you can get at the bike shop, Simon, is you can buy a tyre which has got a raised centre part of the tread, which is smooth, right? So when you're riding on the road, it rolls a lot easier and then it's got the aggressive outer part of the tyre. But when you're doing, you know, if you start doing off-road work and all that, you know, mountain tracks and stuff. But Mm. um, the main thing is keep the tyre pressures right up to the max if you're going to be using those fat tyres. On on a, a bitumen surface, and that'll make your the bike roll a lot easier. So okay. uh, a little bit of advice, for you. But go and see your bike shop, and they'll show you the tyres I'm talking about. There are uh, they make these tyres now specifically for what you want to do. You know, for doing road work, and if you want to go off on the gravel, and that they've got the aggressive uh, tread on the side.
3: So it makes you makes it a more of an all-round tyre to ride. You know, not just on gravel roads, but you can ride on both pretty well.
6: That's exactly... My wife's got exactly that on her bike. uh, She can ride on the the trails or she can ride... She pumps the tyres up and rides on the the road. No problems at all. And she reckons that they ride... It rides nearly as good as her uh, old uh, full racer. You know, the old with the skinny, um, smooth tyres, you know. So, yeah, just uh, go to your bike shop and the guys can advise you on the tyres, you know. So... No problem
3: at all, mate. Okay. Uh, good on Beauty. you, Frank. Frank. thank you for that. Yeah.
2: Gravel cycling is all the rage at the moment. That is We've got that a lot of gravel a...
3: roads around me. That's where yeah. I cycle.
2: Yeah, but that'll give you a bit of way. ways right. A gravel bike wheel or a CX bike, that has been a, a massive growth, in, along with e-bikes. CX bike, what's that? Yeah, like a cross-country sort Mine's of style. Mine's a giant. Bike. Yeah,
3: so is mine. A oh, lovely friends are giant. We love them. You they cover everything a off. Remember we no, had I weird, have. That, weird, have. that, that was little issue, issue back in November when we were getting some inside info that... For all well, we the were kilometers, some inside info, were we? all the kilometers you've done on your bike, you've never paid for anything that goes on the, Whether whether it be the wheels, whether it be the spare tube, the seat, nothing, the I light.
2: Can... I can say, if you're looking for a bike with absolute certainty, the Giant are an amazing product.
6: Uh, as I've told him umpteen times now, I pay for it. Roy's
2: in, Scoob, you can't do the 35-kilometre ride in the Land Cruiser either. As well, just to add to your annual uh, annual total. Sod, <laughs> oh, <laughs> correct. Cyclist as much personality as a flat tire. Brian, come on, Brian, don't be like that, mate. All right. Good
3: work, Brian. Hook in, I say. It's a bit rough. Uh, yeah, just coming back, a lot Who of texts. Who was the Chinese swimmer don't know.
2: Mac had a blue with. No, I wanted to read these texts out because there's something to be said for all the discussion, and it's it's good fodder. I suppose. He broke
3: his blood thing, remember? Yeah, I know. Or his urine thing. You he, look it up. He weeded in the thing and he busted it with a hammer, didn't he? The All the talk around Sun Lin. Was it Sun Lin? Or Hot, hot Sun? Sun Yang. Sun Yang it was. I oh, know. Okay.
2: Well, we'll get. Um, I want to get back to the cricket for a moment because a few texts came through on this front. I wanted to make this point because for all the fodder and the debate around the the eighteen that we're taking there, when we last won there in twenty twenty four, Jason Gillespie's spoken a bit about what? this since when we last won in India in two thousand and four. We twenty twenty
3: four.
2: Sorry, two thousand and four. Two zero zero four. Jason Gillespie spoken a bit about this in the past that we they adjusted. You know, fine-tuned some things tactically. But essentially, it was the quicks that did the damage. I know Michael Clark took six for nine in that crazy last test and mm. warning might have taken a bag of six somewhere along the way as well. But it was Gillespie, it was Kasperitz, and it was McGrath. And they did it by backing in their three quicks. Now, if we've got the best pace attack in the world, then surely we just back in our bowlers to, to get the job done and adjust to the conditions. Of course we do. And that's it. We don't need to reinvent the wheel. We don't have to play three
3: spinners. We don't even have to play two spinners. So don't be intimidated by yeah. the names that are on the tour list, that doesn't mean they're going to play in the 11. We may only play one spinner. No,
2: no, but we're referring to more the conditions, aren't we, and the need to perhaps play, you know, Agar and the left arm orthodox and look what happens over there. But
3: maybe we just play to our strength. But the recent tours you've seen, remember the Poms you know, were there not long ago. But, like, the dust that was coming off the yeah. pitches on day one, you know, Ashwin was opening the bowling. Like, it was just – it was extraordinary stuff. So, so if that's delivered again, you need – that armory to be there mm. but not necessarily that are they going to use it if if the conditions are dealt and say they're a normal test wicket we're away and running off we go with the quicks Sun yang
2: there you go That's him. so you're happy now you can yeah, you right. can rest you can rest easy it was it was sun Yang okay. so um there's an update for you boys off the text. Massive update in the – I'm reading this on spec. I haven't checked it out. Massive update on the cards. Uh, Man City top of the league are getting done by bottom side Southampton in the cup, in the uh, the AFL Cup. Is that right? i have to check that out.
3: That's um, – that, what, what's the AFL Cup?
2: That's uh, the, uh, the league cup. So not the FA Cup, yeah. but the league cup. Oh. Yeah, no, they wouldn't be caring about that. No, they play a second or – third string squad but they should be taking care of southampton um nevertheless we'll check that one out uh has just come through um some live sporting action at the moment you can get involved on the temper 40 wings text. They've got the bed match profile the right bed for you they're serious about sleep uh we'll take a break not too far away I caught up with ryan Pappenhausen yesterday as well so we'll play that audio for you shortly and last fan standing want to get yourself ready for this one now the last the first few have been pretty difficult I reckon this one we might just No no, Don't say anything. You'll say too much here. I'm just saying it might not be as difficult as what the last few have been. So
3: there's someone
2: could go the red ink here. Don't. Someone could bat through. Don't. It's gonna happen one day. Okay, a break.
1: The Kogan Money Credit Card, packed full of value with rewards and no annual fee. Summer Breakfast.
2: Welcome back. Let's play a bit of questions without notice, Scoob, which yeah, is unpartnered at the moment, so we just go in our natural, uh, if you like. I want to ask you, uh, we touched on this earlier this week, but what will the reception be like for Novak Djokovic at Melbourne? Park? I think it'll be fine. No booing? No
3: one evicted? No one kicked out? No, I wouldn't say that, but it'll be a, a, a very small minority. You'd think so, wouldn't Very
2: you? small minority. Uh, Craig Tiley did say if they disrupt the enjoyment of anyone else, boom, they mm. are out. And uh, he has spoken about the need to show respect for Novak. So where is the line? Um, not a boo ban as such, which we hope that doesn't happen anyway, but... Um, uh obviously anything completely inappropriate won't be tolerated, we're told. So um, he did speak to Channel 9 the other night as well, Novak Djokovic, and again just pleaded his innocence, said he was only following the rules that were laid out in front of him. He said he had all the paperwork he was asked to deliver, and look, we, that has been debated mm. ad nauseum,
3: hasn't it? What about uh, Nick, Nicky Kurios? What about him? What do you think? Not the greatest preparation, is it? No. Oh. No. What are you thinking? Hmm. He's 27, you know. Yeah. Oh, I'd love him to go deep. He's not a young pup.
2: I'd, I'd love him love to him go deep. Right, So would I. I would love him to go deep. I don't know. It's hard to see. Sniffing um, at
3: controversy. Oh, really? Yeah. What do you mean? I'll just do You it. think something's going to happen? It's going to blow up? Yeah. I just, I'm not happy with the build-up. I want to, I would have liked to see seen him sort of Blow off some steam before it started. I do often, being a
2: non-tennis aficionado, I'm a, I'm essentially a once a year fan. I do find it amazing that guys like him choose to play doubles. You know, they they can be playing until two in the morning, trying to keep their singles campaign alive, and then they they've got to back up and play doubles the next day. And I know he's going in with Cock again, and and they've had some success. But it always amazes me that players would choose to do that. I mean, it's fine if you've you've won ten grand slams or whatever, and you've achieved singles success. But when you're hunting it. And you're chasing it and then you're choosing to play doubles as well. It seems that's a big load to carry.
3: Yeah, it is a big load to carry. But I think he likes it because he can course, express yeah, himself yeah. and there's someone else they to have express fun. with him. It yeah. you know, makes the game enjoyable because he, he's so intense from a singles point of view, whether he's having to go at his box or someone in the crowd. So I reckon or it's, or it's a pressure phone. release. I, yeah, I do. I, I think it's, it, it, so, you know, if, if he had the choice of having a snooze or playing a doubles game late at in the Australian Open, I think he'd choose the doubles game because it gets the you know the everything out of his system, and he and he moves on to his singles game the next day. I just I would just like to have a blowout, you know, and just a an emotional letdown before he goes into the game, just so he's got everything out of his mm. system. I I don't know why I sense it. I just sense it. Question without notice: Have you heard anything about the Saint Kilda list manager position
2: that still remains vacant? Is it going to be Steve Sorvani? What's happening there?
3: going
2: on? I reckon, do you reckon there's a chance Jared Roughhead could assume the position? It would be a pretty sharp rise to that sort of position. Well, you've heard something, haven't you? Oh, I have. There's a little whisper that maybe he might be the man. Now, Ruff. look, I don't know what their soft cap position is there. Maybe that's got something to do with the fact that Sauce isn't there or isn't there already. I mean, it's so tight with Ross Lyons. surely there's been a conversation out there and it might very well turn out to be Steve Silvani or someone else altogether, but just a few murmurs that maybe... Jared Rufford, has made a fair impression since he joined there upon his retirement, might might elevate to the role.
3: Where's the Ruff live now? Suburb I Hawthorne. Now, is he still Richmond? Well, I saw him in Richmond a bit. He's moved from Richmond, has he? I think he's in Hawthorne.
2: Okay. But I don't know. I don't spend it's a lot a of time. A bit of a trip down to Moorabbin? Oh, down to Moorabbin. Well, it's better than Seaford. And the players will tell you that. Yeah. Uh, Couldn't get much... a latte down there. No, the, the cafes, or the lack of them, was, a, was a famously a oh, problem down funny. at was, down wasn't down It Wasn't that fun. Was that Raph Clark who said that oh, once? No, oh, so. boy. No. He was about really? hung, drawn and courted for saying that when uh, pretty much everyone we was... We nearly won a flag out of Seaford, <laughs>
3: didn't we? Were we at Seaford when we were in the grand finals?
2: No, no. I don't no? think you were. No? No, it came right off the slip-off. So timed with the... the the regeneration that was required. You moved to C well, from see from my memory.
3: You talk about those glucose things. What do you call them? They're called gels. Gels. Yeah. We, we needed the larts. Yeah. And you When we the went larts. off the larts, our footy went out out the back door. So you need the gels to keep going the right riding race.
2: Life is about being happy. Nick enjoys doubles with his mate. End of story. Fair enough. Uh, from a physical point of view, though, I, I just I just wonder sometimes. Hey, how far Brisbane? Prelim last year, they won 15 games in the home and away. They've added Dunkley, Gunston, Will Ashcroft. They didn't lose a lot. Mitch Robinson uh, retired. Dan McStay left as a free agent down for Collingwood. So they've improved, absolutely, from a list perspective. And I ask you this because Zach Bailey uh, re-signed yesterday. How far do you reckon Brisbane can go? Can they win the lot?
3: You know, I, I I just don't see them winning the lot. I And do. I don't know why. I see them winning the I lot. I don't know why. You don't know why? I've always felt they're just you know, a gallop shy of winning a big race.
2: Well, they've added two experienced premiership players. Yeah, but they've
3: done that before too.
2: They've added Jack Gunston, and they've added Josh Dunkley. Mm. I think that'll make a difference at the pointy end of the season. I mean, they were able to beat Melbourne in a semifinal at the MCG. So I think if they're able to do that, they are a, they are a serious contender and they've improved. Anyway, Zach Bailey, uh, he was asked about
7: uh, Brisbane and their prospects for this year. I think, especially with the way we ne- we went out last
3: year, I, I think the boys are hungrier than ever um, to crack in this year, and um, yeah, hopefully go all the way. Just important go. how you manage that, how you manage the disappointment from the year before. Because if you, if you let that hover over you for the year, I, I think you're no hope. If that's your motivation, twelve months out, you're no hope. I think this is wear you out. I think this completely is completely
2: wear you out mentally. This is Chris Fagan's specialty, though. This is this is his strength. This sort of stuff. I think they'll be fine. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Come on, guys. This time, Novak Djokovic was public enemy number one. Now he's bloody Mother Teresa. Stop (laughs) trying to cuddle everything. Cheers. That's from Rob. Well, Novak did speak to Chalons. As I said, he discussed uh, the fact that he was public enemy, as you say, Rob, number one last year. I was just following the rules. You know, my my exemption was verified by an independent body uh, and panel of doctors. So uh, it was unknown you know, who was uh, handing or giving the request uh, and, I, and I came in with all the valid papers. All of a sudden I became the villain, you know, of the world which, which was uh, obviously a terrible position to be in as, as, as an athlete, as someone that is looking to obviously thrive in its own area in its own, its own so to say, uh, direction of, of life and profession. Um, but that's something that I, I, I guess I had to learn how to handle. There you go. Rob says we should just stop cuddling him. Just want to give him a big cuddle, Rob. But Harley Preston says Medvedev will cop more from the crowd than Joker. But I, I think Medvedev has spoken about this in the past. He actually likes it. Mm. He feeds off the mm. fact that he's a villain. It started years ago at the US small Open. Cat. You're a small yeah, cat. Yeah, that's right. And Andy Murray was much the same. But I don't think that's Novak's um, style. Novak's,
3: uh, I think Novak's style the right to be respected.
2: Absolutely. From his tennis wow.
3: perspective. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely deserves the right to Maybe be Remember the old days you know, when he retired a couple of times at the Australian Open? We were all oh, saying injury. he was weak yeah. and he was yeah, this yeah. and he was that. Yeah.
2: Look what he's turned
3: into. Yeah. He's a dead set steam train. What a competitor.
2: Uh, get involved on in the Temper 40 Wings text. They've got your unique bed match profile all sorted out there and they're just waiting for you. They'll find the right bed for you. 40 Wings. Serious about sleep. Um, St Kilda will not make the finals. They will finish 12th. There you go. There's a text for you. There was a lot of other text messages you could have. Red then, but dogs top four line. GWS to be a big mover. Watch them play. Oh, I'd skip. There's a lot of footy techs coming through. I uh, watch them play like the Pies of 2022 at Troy and Ballarat. Bullish on the Giants prospects. You're trying to put
3: me off the little game I have left. That's what you're trying Will to do. You hurt. piss off. Excuse me. The
1: Kogan Money Credit Card. Packed full of value with rewards and no annual fee. Summer
2: breakfast. Just coming up to the 8 o'clock news uh, and not too far away. We'll uh, have a chat to Ryan Pappenhausen out of this uh, latest set of news headlines. And then it's time for the moment that gets Scoob all wound up. Last fan standing, your chance to go into the final cut for the trip to Delhi.
3: I've got nothing to give you, mate. I'm memorising the quiz. Good. I know you take it Harder, starting here. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I get a bit and the degree of of
2: difficulty. If the others have been eight nines out of ten, what degree of difficulty would you put this? Five. Yeah, so this is a chance. Yeah, this is a real chance. So for this one, you don't want to muck around. You want to get on the blower, and you want to give us a bars one three hundred seven three six seven three six. But not yet. Not yet. We'll do it on the other side of our chat with the Melbourne Storm superstar, Ryan Pappenhausen, out of the news. So looking forward to that. Another one going into the final cut uh, for the trip to Delhi for the second test between Australia and India. People Tim, have lost
3: a bit of confidence in going with me after not knowing uh, where a couple of those grounds were. They've got some ground to make. Yeah, up. Yeah, they have. They've. Um, been quite compelling on the text machine that a uh, number of those if they do win it aren't too sure whether they want to be next to me on the plane.
2: Now this text I've just had a quick look through the GWS Giants picture gallery and I couldn't find a recent photo but someone's text in. how's Adam Kingsley's arms boys he has gone next level he does have a mean set of biceps on him the GWS coach he's I haven't coach. seen a recent photo he's, in the gym. he's bigger than half the players I think Is he? he's got some big pipes so, I'll have to try and find some photo evidence. Oh, it's amazing. Very he uses those gel things when he's doing his weights. <laughs> I think they know what gels are, yep, at AFL level. We'll be back after the news headlines of Ryan Pap announced.
1: The Kogan Money Credit Card, packed full of value with rewards and no annual fee. Summer Breakfast.
2: Ryan Pappenhausen and the Melbourne Storm were dealt a cruel blow in July last year when the superstar fullback fractured his kneecap against the Raiders at Amy Park. It's a significant injury and one that six months in still had Ryan unable to run. But he's certainly not sitting on his hands. And the Premiership player and Clive Churchill medalist has flown to the US to consult with world-renowned reconditioning specialist Bill Knowles. And Ryan
7: joins us on the line. Uh, Ryan Pappenhausen, welcome back to SEN. Thank you, thank you. It's been a, it's been a little while since I've been on, so um, no, it's good for, good to be back. Thanks for having me on.
2: Uh, great to have you back, and thanks for coming on. I mean, you've been in Philadelphia now for what uh, I guess a little bit more than a week now. How's it How's it gone so far?
7: Yeah, it's um, just ticked over a week. I'm pretty sure, but yeah, it's good. It's um, it's quite chilly here at the moment. Sort of flown out of the Melbourne summer and straight into the. Uh, philly winter so it's it's a little bit different uh but yeah it's good the training we've been doing has been awesome and um we're in a really nice place here as well so um yeah perfect sort of conditions to to get myself right
2: yeah so just on getting yourself right i mean i'm not sure if you had any sort of trepidation or you know if that's too strong a word feeling of uncertainty heading over there but i'd imagine it's been a fair old journey of discovery at the same time
7: oh for sure it's it's definitely been a bit of a discovery it's um you sort of I tried to come in with not much um, of an expectation but um, I've already learned so much and it's been a week and I know it's very a very cliche thing to say but seriously if you looked at my notes on my phone um, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I don't think you could write much more and it's only been a week so just learning that way and I'm obviously over here with one of our physios too and um, he's learned a lot and obviously one of our young media guys has come over as well and um, every conversation, every morning and every night, is just what we learn that day, and um, yeah, some, every day it's something new, and um, yeah, a lot of information to retain, but um, at the same time. I'm feeling better personally um, and the legs feeling better, which is most important.
2: So a lot of listeners, I guess, Ryan will be familiar with Bill Knowles and his work, you know, Tiger Woods, Andy Murray, Peyton Manning, Frank Lampard, the lists go on and on of superstars across the globe who have consulted his expertise. But but what does the consultation with Bill involve when it comes to the day-to-day for you?
7: Yeah, so it's, um, I'll try to explain it in a simple form, but um, he sort of speaks about this idea of trying to change that, mentality around a rehab um, and more change it to like reconditioning Um, so that was sort of what we did we first went in there he sort of laid out a plan said okay this is when you did it this is where we are now Um, what do you think your strengths are and we sort of spoke about that um, what I need to get better at Um, then after that first day we sort of moved into a few things but I think it's I think the main difference is um, I think the physios and sporting environments like in Australia and in AFL and in the NRL, it's, you're looking after 40 other people in the team. So it's, it's very hard to get one-on-one time. And I think that's the note, the difference, um, well, the main difference is we're doing two, two hour sessions a day. Um, and it's purely just one-on-one. So, Mm. I mean, I haven't added up the hours, but, um, I think that's, that's what's really helping me. And, um, he's obviously very intelligent and, and very good at what he does. Um, but yeah, he's just got a very lateral thinking mind. If something doesn't work, we'll move to this. Or if that doesn't work, he's always got something we can move to. And then you'll go back at the end of the session and and suddenly you can do that activity that you weren't able to do at the start. So um, it's quite amazing. You just learn about your body and, and how it moves. And um, that's a lot of his philosophy is just movement-based. And um, this is who you were before your injury. And what do we have to do? do to get you to that point again so um it's very rewarding um fills you with lots of confidence but um yeah i think probably the main difference and the reason why is it's not that our physios are bad in australia it's just this is some good one-on-one time and Mm. um yeah just picking the brain of someone else who's who's probably seen this injury before
2: so reconditioning instead of rehab and he refers to he refers to injuries as insults doesn't he Did, did we see that somewhere
7: uh I don't know he hasn't used that, that one on, on you? To me yet, but <laughs> but he uh he does avoid the word for sure and so are you
2: i guess overall i mean someone in your position you're you looking for answers, whether it be what's wrong, how do I get it right, how long's it gonna take et cetera, et etcetera I mean so has the feedback and experience been encouraging over there or more on the reality check side of things if we would to take an umbrella view on on the on the kneecap and its prospects of coming good
7: um no, I think probably the first i reckon it's mm-hmm. it's definitely sort of rewarding and um gives you a bit of confidence that you you can come back at some point um but i think that whole thing around the thing it really resonated with me was um the fact that i want to come back and perform not just come back uh, and i think that's what he's really highlighted is you'll come back no doubt about it but there's a difference between coming back and there's a difference between coming back and performing. So Mm. um, I think we just sort of cleared out a way of figuring that out um, and not being pressured by outside noise, Um, just sort of sticking true to that reconditioning process. And and once I got that down pat and once I'm confident, once I'm getting reps in, then yeah, I I should be ready to go. So I think it was just changing that whole mentality. You sort of always have in mind on the first question someone asks is when are you going to be back? Yeah. I think the way to frame it is when am I going to be back performing? And that's my mentality at the moment.
2: So hey, uh, look at the risk of repeating all those billions of questions that you get. When is that time? I <laughs> mean, what are your own ambitions on that front realistically speaking and have they potentially changed during this trip?
7: Um, it's funny. He asked me this question when we walked in there, he said, when do you expect to be back? And <laughs> I've been pretty strong with it the whole time, really. I just said, um, like this is not without being cheesy or whatever, but i said i like I haven't really thought about the date I've just purely i know I'll come back, but I want to come back when I'm right, and then he sort of that's when that conversation started and he said all right well that's that's a good way to think of it because you might get cleared by your medics or whatnot, but have you done the training um you don't want to sort of go into a season, not have done a preseason. So he's like, we have to think about those sort of things as well. So mm. um, I, I really don't have a date in mind. I think it's more just, um, yeah, getting it back to a, a level where I feel like I can perform well again. And uh, once we're there, uh, whenever that may be, then then we'll start looking at, at dates.
2: Yeah. And, and it's all about the physical. And that's what our chat today has been about, all about the physical. But mentally it must've been challenging. I mean, it, for you, I know you're a positive bloke, but it's, staying that way being difficult at times?
7: Yeah, I think I'd be silly to say it's, um, it's been positive the whole time. It definitely hasn't. Um, you sort of drop into moments where you, where you doubt what you're doing. And I think that's probably something that's, um, gave me a bit of a kick up the bum is this trip just being like, okay, you're going to have those down days, but there's some positive things to think about. And there's little milestones each day that I'm achieving that I wasn't achieving. Um, if you look back a month, so, um, yeah it, it's, it's that's that's part of it I think it's part of um, I guess your the process of being injured is you're going to go into those periods and um, you don't avoid it you sort of embrace it and and try to learn something from it um, but yeah it's it hasn't been easy uh, I've definitely reached out and definitely complained to lots of people but um, yeah I think that's the beauty about it is if you've got good support networks and um, can sort of see it as a bit of a lesson and a learning curve then I think you' come out of it pretty good so yeah i think that that sort of helped hearing that let's not put a timeline on it let's just mm-hmm. go based off that and you'd stick true to yourself and know what's going to be right um and yeah like i said that's going to give me confidence to to come back when i'm ready
2: has the coach been on the blower or is he giving you your space
7: <laughs> no he's giving me my space i think um yeah i, think, I mean obviously sort of want me back as soon as possible but um i, I had a pretty disrupted pre-season last year um sort of Injuring a few ligaments in my ankle after the new year. And looking back at that, I I didn't really get a pre season in. And then I come back and I got injured. Then I come back and I got injured again. So I guess this is what I've just learned over here now is just that proof that you do need a good training block. Um, Yeah, you, you don't just come back when you're ready to come back, you come back when you're ready to perform. So yeah, he hasn't. He hasn't given me a call yet. Um, I'm sure he'll, they're just trying to give me a bit of space and yeah. um, let me absorb as much information over here as I can, and and hopefully that can help not just me, but um, the squad when we go back. Uh, hence why we we brought over one of our physios, and um, yeah, he's had his book with him every day, taking down notes and. Um yeah, we're, we're all learning, which is a good thing.
2: Yeah, I think that's Liam Robinson who's there with you. So you guys, I mean, it can't be all work all the time, can it? I mean, you're getting that mental break over there. You're sampling the local culture. Did I see you guys went to an NFL game recently?
7: Yeah, we did. We did. Um, yeah, it's it's as I said, it's pretty cold over here at the <laughs> moment. So I think we're borderline um, about to get frostbite the other night going to the, the NFL. That was brutal. Um, but yeah, we've been... Been to a couple of NBA games and um yeah, try to explore the culture around, but yeah, most of the time we're sort of sitting back at the hotel and chilling out, getting treatment, recovering. But yeah, we're lucky enough that we get a day off every couple uh every three or four days and um yeah, we can go out. So it's um that's been good. I haven't been able to do too much yet, but um I'm a sports freak, so the NBA and the NFL yeah. was good enough for me. And what about
2: <laughs> the, the diet? I mean you've got to stay away from the
7: local. isn't the local delicacy there, the Philly cheesesteak. That can't be good for the skin fat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we ended up getting in about midnight. Um, I don't know when it was. It was last week sometime, but um, the only place open was uh, Philly Cheesesteak. So we uh, <laughs> went there and experienced that on the first night, um, got that out of the way. Yeah, ripped the Band-Aid off. <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah, ripped, ripped the Band-Aid off, Try the culture out. But Yeah, we sort of did that on the first night. and um, Since then, there's a pretty good store over the road where they sort of make fresh food every day, so we haven't even needed to cook. It's just been... It's just been there, ready to go. So, um, yeah, very convenient. Where we're staying is beautiful. And, yeah, despite the freezing weather, it's um, it's got everything we need. And speaking
2: of fresh food, before we let you go, I mean, these sort of things don't come cheap, of course, to get you over there for the length of time and the person you're seeing. And this is where Grilled come into it, don't they? One of your, your premium partners there at the Storm?
7: Yeah, they've been awesome um, in funding this trip. It's, um, it's definitely going to change um the way we look at things from a, a club perspective, I believe and and like I said before with Liam coming over being our physio um this trip they haven't just funded for me I think it's it's funding for the whole club of what we're going to learn and um, yeah, very grateful for their support and actually before we left that was the last meal we, Australian meal we had was grilled so um they set us off with that and um yeah it's 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 something that I'll forever be grateful for. I've learned lots of life lessons over here and um, yeah, I can't. I can't speak highly enough of it. It's, yeah, like I said, very grateful, and um, yeah, we're just so happy to have them as a support and a sponsor of the club. Well, Ryan, we wish you well, mate. I mean, you're taking the
2: challenge head on, which you're always going to. It's great to see. Um, regardless of when it's going to be, as you say, um, we we wish you all the well, uh, all the best for the for the future, and uh, and hopefully the season uh, upcoming. All the best with the rest of the trip.
7: Thanks, Sammy. Appreciate it, mate.
2: There's Ryan Papppennows in there. scoob uh, caught up with him recorded that around this time yesterday just out of the show uh, uh, yesterday so uh, we wish him well uh unclear on a timeline of course in his return mm. but a significant injury but and um well worth the trip over there to see Bill Knowles whose reputation is uh is global and uh, couldn't be higher so uh, if anyone can sort it out it's him good player very good player good it's player. hard to believe he's only what twenty four years of age mm. so uh, he's achieved a lot hopefully he can get back up and running soon um and and maybe Feature in the early part of Melbourne Storm's uh, campaign this year. Uh, Ryan Pappenhausen, it's time
1: for this. The Kogan Money credit card, packed full of value with rewards and no annual fee. Summer Breakfast.
2: Last fan standing. Thanks to Maccas. Oh, yes, the trip to Delhi is on the line here. This is what you need to win if you want to go into the final cut on January 30 to be the ultimate last fan standing. That gets you and a friend to Delhi. It gets you the premium five star accommodation for a week, it gets you all laid on. Corporate hospitality at the cricket, the sports luncheon with SEN's commentary team, and the spending money to the value of a thousand bucks. This is your chance, uh, and today, Scoob. If the first three quizzes have been a eight, nine, some might even say ten out of ten on the difficulty front, this one we've just we've diluted the difficulty a little bit today.
3: Well, I don't know whether we have diluted it. Oh, and I'm not going to give any hints to what the theme of it may be, just so there's no outside influences to any of the answers over the time of the quiz. Sam.
2: But if people find it easy, can I preface it by saying there's nothing? We mix it up, okay? So it. they're not all going to be ragingly difficult. They're not all going to be very easy. So there's, we're mixing it up.
3: Okay, let's go to Chris from Point Cook. G'day, Chris. Uh, good morning, Jim. Chris is back. Chris, how are you? Nicknames. Name the person with the following nickname. Swampy. Uh, marsh. What marsh?
2: Oh, Chris, done. no, yeah. no, no, no. Sorry, Chris. We can't have it, Chris. He just went a step too far. Oh, no. Sorry, Chris. We can't. just can't allow that. It came out of your mouth too quickly. I
3: didn't think. We go to James now from Macedon. G'day, James. G'day. Is there Jeff Marsh? Jeff Marsh. That's quite right. Pigeon.
5: Glenn McGrath.
3: Binger. Brent Lee. Yes. Henry.
5: Jeff Lawson.
3: Mr. Cricket. Uh, Mike Hucky. Captain Grumpy.
6: Alan Border.
2: Checking people have got the theme yet. (laughs) Big Show.
6: Uh, Glenn Maxwell, Roy, Andrew Simon,
3: the finisher.
5: Oh, don't know, but Michael Bevan.
2: That would have. That is a good guess, but. Yes. No, this is a James, tough one. Try. Now, by the way, just quickly, someone's text in Sam, stop getting your mates ringing up for the last few days to win the trip to India. It's not right. He's not my mate. I'll call Chris from Point Cook my mate because he had a crack at me yesterday. That's why he's my quote-unquote mate. He's not literally my mate. So just chill out. It's all good.
3: Tim. Morning, Tim. Hello.
7: How are we going? Good.
3: The finisher, Tim.
5: Yeah, is that uh, Faulkner?
3: Yeah, James Faulkner, James well done, Faulkner. Tim. Good get. Dizzy.
5: That's uh, Gillespie.
3: Tugger. Tugger. Yep. yep. With a T. Yep, correct.
8: Um,
6: Steve War.
3: Steve Waugh, well done, Tim. Final one. Now, the wild thing. Now, it's not. The last couple of months, the wild thing, it goes back further than that. Original. No, that's
6: big, that's big taste. It's not taste. And
3: he's yeah. done it. Tate. He's hey, done Tim. It. You've done it. As Richie says famously, you've done it, Tim.
2: Timmy, well done. Congratulations. Just did it on your ear.
3: Oh, beautiful. Going to the
2: draw, Tim. Well done. Tim uh, just took two centres and then proceeded to hit uh, the next six balls for six. So well done to him. Look at
3: James is filthy. That opener, you adjudicated that too,
2: What, Marsh. Yeah. No, Chris, that was Chris, wasn't it? Who was James? No, James, I think got the finisher wrong, didn't he? That's James might have got on. the finisher Chris, wrong.
3: Was Chris the first?
2: Chris, Chris oh, got yeah. uh, he went right the, you the late Rod. Over at
3: Chris, he jumped all. Over. No, I did not. You did? No, of course you said not. Rod Marsh he said Marsh, away. and we
2: were happy to accept Marsh. But then when he went a little bit further and said Rod, I don't mm. think we could allow that when it was Jeff, the old opening oh. bat. So uh, bad luck, but hey. Chris uh, Chris knows the number very well. And he gets another crack tomorrow. In fact, he gets a crack today with the pipe. I think the pipe uh, is backing up, isn't he, with, a, with another seat at the table yeah, for good, Last Duane. Fan Standing. Uh, an excellent made point, Dwayne. So uh, well done to you. Uh, who was our winner there? Tim. Tim. Well done, Tim. you go into the running. Uh, we'll see you again on January 30, where we play Last Fan Standing, the grand final edition. I still reckon this is uh, one of the best prizes in radio at the moment, and a sports station especially, if you love your cricket. Well, better to have it all laid on a trip to India. What do you think Brooksy will come up with tomorrow? Brooksy? Hmm. Mm, don't know. But he said we've just had an easy questions one. questions every day he's got to come up with. <laughs> it's relentless. We might have to dust the Simon O'Donnell quiz off
3: tomorrow. Oh, is that? We're not doing For a that, bit course. of fun Friday. Right.
2: Scoob edition. I reckon that would be fantastic.
0: Lovely
3: bowling action, Simon O'Donnell. (laughs) The left foot followed
2: by the right, the left, the right, the left, the right. Hey, Get involved on the Tempa 40 Wings text. The consumer's choice winner, Tempa Mattresses. Pillows, they've got the adjustable bases. They've got the lot and they conform to the exact shape of your body. Way too easy. The quiz is so easy. Well, that's okay. If you've been listening Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you would have said the exact opposite. So, hey, as I said, we mix it up. We can throw a couple of easy ones in. And the oh. nicknames are always going to get it. Yeah,
3: be part of it. Don't yeah. don't be grumpy. Don't be bitter. Get
2: on the phone if it's easy. Get, on, get on the get on the blower. Yeah. and win the tickets. Yep.
3: Hey, that's come with me to India. Now put up or shut up. I I'd love say. to have you on the on the. Plane. Oh, you're going again? I thought the trip you just about. Uh, I'm not wasting another day sitting outside Hutchie's office. That was just goddamn I'm rude. Just yesterday, just about killed Straight off your
2: rude. killed off your chances when your lack of geography shone through on in India before. But anyway, there might be chance for resurrection. There's still a few weeks to go. We'll get to the newsroom back after that. Grumble Just need to back over something with The Last Fan Standing. I think a couple of times I've said you're going into the draw for January 30. It's not so much a draw. We're not drawing it out of the hat. We will play Last Fan Standing again with 11 questions, grand final edition, if you like. So when we do do it on the, the day of January 30, Scoob, you and I will be here. The people who have won every day, like Timmy just did, will be the only ones on the line. And we'll go all hammer and tongs
3: for the lot. See, what probably you'd be better doing is concentrating on the quiz and making sure it's run in the correct manner than giving hints on what the questions are. I didn't give hmm. hints. Because, you know, you've done that a couple of times. I I keep saying to you in the break, mate, get the wording right so everyone knows what's going on. (laughs) Everyone knows. And you keep trotting out different things and people get confused. Just want to make absolutely clear it's not a draw out of the hat at the end. You have to back up again. Instead of trying to impose yourself on the quiz, I know you'd like to be reading the questions out. Not at all. I've been, you know, I'm the Tony Barber of this show. Indeed you are. Yeah. And best you just get the detail of what's going on in the quiz, right? And then I think it'll all run a little bit smoother. Very, very okay. I'm hosting. Leave very, your ego at the door. Very strong. Let's, oh, let's just go. get on, okay? okay? Very
2: strong feedback from you, but point taken. Uh, no ego at play, just simply trying to uh, to break it up a little bit, you know? You're not 11 questions. When I mean, you've
3: got all those things going through your head, you're thinking, oh, I want to ask the question. Chris, reg- the
2: Chris, full of regret out at Point Cook, those texts back in. I can't believe I butchered that. I feel like the speed skater that tripped over in front of Stephen Bradbury. Um, there were a couple of little curly ones in there yeah, on the was. way through as well. Was. Um, but he went with Rod and it was Jeff. Uh, bad luck, uh, Chris, I'm sure. We'll see you again tomorrow and uh, right up until January 30, I reckon you'll throw your, your name in, in the hat and so you should. Um, SEM Breakfast for the Kogan Money credit card Packed full of value We're not too far away from having a chat to Hasn't she had a fair old Sort of 12 to 18 months Ash Gardner On the plane of course uh, For South Africa T20 World Cup next month With our Aussie women She's going to be captaining this Friday as well In an ODI against uh, Pakistan For the Governor General's 11
3: Three of them Warm up games I think we do
2: Um, She is the best uh, all rounder in the country For our Aussie women So looking forward to having a chat to Ash Who's as I say Been absolutely on fire Hey Man City aren't on fire though at the moment you know, we got a text about them earlier, a League Cup game against Southampton, lowly Southampton, well, 76 minutes played, Southampton two, City, nil, and City squad isn't thin. I mean, they started with Foden, Alvarez, they started with Grealish as well. Gundogan is playing, and uh, since falling behind, they brought on Harland. Uh, they've brought on um, Kevin De Bruyne is on as well, so they're not. You know, they're not uh, Pep Guardiola's men aren't just taking uh, the P1 double five. Where's it. it being
3: played at Old Trafford, Southampton? Or? Oh, Southampton. Yeah, I don't play at Old Trafford. Yesterday and yeah, well that's that's said, okay. You know, that's okay. It really the
2: squad's pretty deep though, Scoop. They could probably play three elevens and still be expected to beat. Uh, where where do Man City play? At the Etihad Stadium, around the corner from Old Trafford. Yeah. Share the same city, yep. but uh, that's Red Devil yeah, they're, they're Territory. Manchester. Red Devil Territory, yeah, it Old Trafford. Where's the, the, the cricket, cricket ground, ground at Old Trafford? Oh, I haven't been. Yeah, is the across cricket the ground yeah. oh, opposite?
3: Mm. Gee, it must Fantastic. be a great sporting precinct oh, over there. Brilliant stuff.
2: Yeah. 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 So Enjoy so. your time at Old Trafford?
3: Yeah, I got hit for a few sixes. <laughs> yep. By whom? Botham Lamb.
2: All right. You would have hit a couple there too, though, wouldn't you? I really can't remember. Oh, you are too humble, okay. But just make sure you take that Bundaberg uh, ginger beer home with your face and your name printed on it because no one else can drink it. Oh, it's been brewed you. for you. It tells us specifically on the oh, label.
3: You, you're the that I've already drank it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Maybe
3: you'll do that on the way
2: home when you oh, take no, that big Toyota all the way back yeah, yeah. for selling a Land Cruiser nothing, for a profit. The
3: Toyota.
2: Okay. Nothing. That quiz was the easiest quiz ever on SEM. Well, that's okay. That's fine. We can have an easy quiz. We'll be back with a bang tomorrow, so don't speak too loudly. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow's quiz, Brooksy might just sharpen the knife and mm. really go hard.
3: We might might be a carryover because no one could get it.
2: We might, uh, yeah, Julian DeStew might have to take yeah, it in the Carry over. into the captain's run.
3: But let's not all get too cocky and yeah. get ahead of ourselves. Yeah, settle down. A bit like Sammy has done with the detail of the quiz, which <laughs> he's got wrong most mornings, and we've just had to straighten oh, that out this morning.
2: Settle down. Settle down. Uh, does that make Sam the beat Smith of the Sailor the Century role? Smooth voiceover guy. He never corrected Tony on air, <laughs> All right. Oh, that's very good. All right, all right. Uh, we'll have a chat to Ash Gardner on the other side of this. I'm handing our uh, full responsibility for that interview over to Simon. Um, he's happy to take it on, aren't you? Say that again. Are you happy to interview Ash Gardner? My you? word, on it. Yeah, as you should Love be. Ash. Looking forward to having a chat to her. Uh, that's coming up next, guys. Stay with us.
1: The Kogan Money Credit Card. Packed full of value with rewards and no annual fee. Summer Breakfast. Well,
2: for our female cricketer scoob, all roads lead to South Africa for next month's T20 World Cup. And, of course, the pursuit of what would be an incredible third straight T20 title. Australia's premier all-rounder is Ash Gardner, and she joins us on the line this morning. G'day, Ash. Welcome to SEN.
8: Hello. Thanks for having me. How... Can
2: I just ask, how good are you going at the moment? I mean, you had a massive 2022 and then player of the series against India last month, I think wickets, I think. You averaged, uh, well, near about 50 with the bat, just straight dominating at the moment.
8: <laughs> yeah, it is nice, to be honest, to be um, with you, just to be contributing to the team. Um, I think if you had said that in 2021, I would have been very happy, but I was kind of on the other end of not really enjoying cricket. So yeah, to, I guess finished, um, 2022 on on such a high, I guess, leading into such a hectic um, back end for our season, yeah, I couldn't be happier.
3: Ash, I wanted to talk a little bit about your build-up to when you debuted for Australia in, I think it was 2017, because I, I remember watching the game, I reckon it was against New Zealand, and I watched you walk out the bat, and and you, the first few balls you faced, look, this young lady just knows what she's on about. She... she recognises the competition she's up against and looks like, you know, you just fit this game, international game, like a hand in glove. I suppose you didn't feel that way, but the way you played looked like you felt that way. What was your build-up to getting picked for Australia, that that pathway you came through?
8: Um, I guess like most other young cricketers, um, I was playing a lot of, obviously, underage tournaments, but I think for me, I was very blessed in the time that I came into the game, where things were getting more professional, and um, obviously the Big Bash kind of boosted that for a lot of players, and it certainly did for me. Um, the first first season for for Big Bash, I was kind of floating here and there, like not really knowing kind of what my role was in the team. And I guess the second year, I was given the opportunity to to bat three for the Sixes, and um, the lineup that we had for a nineteen year old to be batting at three, um, yeah, it was certainly. A pretty cool thing to to say that I was doing, and yeah, I was fortunate enough to, I guess, make some runs throughout that season, and ultimately, yeah, make my debut for Australia. Um, I don't think my debut probably went as planned, which is okay because I've kind of grown since then, which is which is cool. But um, yeah, I guess to look back at when my international um, career started to now, I've obviously grown so much both on and off the field and I'm just in a really good place at the moment um, with my cricket and probably just trying to take things um, pretty lightly and not getting caught up, um, I think, in all the bad performances.
3: You always expect you know to be on the winning side when you're in a competitive sport. Did, did you think the Australian team could end up as successful as what it has been since your career started internationally?
8: Yeah, to see. Um, I just have to look at that first series that we were in, or well, the first T20 series that I played in. We were playing really timid cricket, and I know in um, the T20 format, you can't play timid. You have to be really fearless in, in what you want to do, and it was quite a, um, quite a big um, wake-up call for us to, I guess, try and change what we were doing. And then um, on the back of the um, final loss, um, at the 50 ever world cup that was kind of our moment or our our line in the sand moment to kind of go okay well what can we change um and then pretty much from that moment onwards we've been almost on unstoppable obviously we've been beaten um a, a couple of times but i think just the way that we're playing cricket at the moment is yeah fantastic to see and um you just have to look around our side and i think anyone that's in the 11 or even not in the 11 the, the 14 could play in any nation around the world so it's yeah pretty um pretty exciting to be involved in this side
3: not easy to keep that work ethic up while you're having so much success um have you got a i suppose a a good system amongst all of you that you know you you keep inspiring each other to make sure you you hit the limits that you can get to to be successful
8: yeah it certainly is tough at um some points no doubt but um, I think everyone's so different and, and we get along off the field. So I guess everyone knows kind of how people operate. Um, and in saying that, we've got a fantastic support network here with with all our staff um, and the people that travel with us. So we're always really well-equipped from that side of things. And um, I think it's just keeping in mind what actually keeps you in the game and, and why you started playing it. And it's just because you loved it rather than seeing it as a job or... Um, things like that just playing it because you love it Mm. Um, and I guess that's probably the mind frame that I've tried to take in this last 12 months is why I want to play the game and that's because of who I'm inspiring and um, who I can actually have an impact on long after my career so I guess they're the things that I try and keep in the back of my mind um, when I'm walking out onto the field.
2: Speaking of star all-rounder Ash Gardner and Ash tomorrow, you get the opportunity, I guess, to test your leadership credentials against an international side. So you've been named captain of the governor general's 11 to play Pakistan in that ODI tomorrow.
8: Yeah, it's an awesome experience for me and um, I haven't captained too many teams before, but it's another thing. Yeah. Like you said, just to keep, I guess, developing in that um, leadership um, area and it's, a fantastic young side that's um, that's come up here. And yeah, a lot of those girls haven't played international cricket before. So to come up against someone like Pakistan, it's it's going to be um, a completely different challenge. And I guess, yeah, really test my leadership to know when to, to bowl certain people or um, certain fields and things like that. So mm. yeah, I'm, I'm certainly taking this game pretty seriously from a captaincy point of view. And um, yeah, certainly want to win as well.
2: Speaking of captains, Meg Lanning back, back as captain, must be a big boost for the girls.
8: Fantastic. Um, She was obviously really missed um, through that Indian series, but um, I think Midge stepped up in her um, spot quite well and then obviously T-Mac right at the end. But um, to have someone like Meg come back into your side, um, she's one of the best in the world for a reason and to to have her boosting your batting um, order is just fantastic. So I'm just, I'm pleased for her, obviously taking the time away and um, figuring out if she really did love the game and um, clearly she does and I'm just super excited to, I guess, see what this next little period holds for her.
2: Yeah, so she's back. Alyssa Healy, we hope, is going to be right and you've got a number of others coming back from injury. It's a busy um, few months coming up for you, isn't it? I mean, obviously the World Cup's uh, front of mind at the moment but then after that, you've got a one-off test in the UK, I think, and then a, maybe a T20 and ODI series in the middle of the year as well. So it's going to be a busy, uh, busy few months for you.
8: Yeah, it's a pretty hectic um, next couple of years, to be honest with you. Obviously, World Cups are something that you always strive for. So having that T20 World Cup in South Africa, where I don't think many of our players have actually been. So it's going to be quite a challenge being able to adapt to that quite quickly. But mm. then, yeah, I guess turning our thoughts um, further down the year and um, having it away ashes um, is something that we always look forward to. It's always a fantastic battle against England. Um And then, yeah, plenty of other series around that and um, also our big bash. So there's plenty of um, cricket to look forward to, which is really exciting.
2: Well, Ash, you're in incredible form and the team is so strong. Uh, We wish you well for next month at at the World Cup. But actually before that, of course, tomorrow, uh, when you take the field as captain of the Governor-General's 11 against Pakistan, we'll watch with interest. Uh, Good luck with that and what's to come.
8: Thank you very much. Thanks.
2: There's Ash Gardner there, gun all-rounder for the Australian women's cricket team. What a star. How far has she come? In what oh. seems like, I'm sure it's different for her, but not a great deal of time.
3: Mm. Mate, I remember her debut back in 2017. Mm. It was, and you just saw that, I thought, she's just suited to the game. You could tell. Yeah, you could just tell. the way She walked out, the way she handled herself. The whole life, yeah. you thought, she's the package. Mm. There's, the package is there. And the selectors must have been really happy that day because, sure, at the end of her first one one-day International, and I can't remember exactly what she scored on the day, but you could just see that her and international cricket were going to be pals. Indeed. Uh, have you guys...
2: <laughs> a bit of feedback for our quiz. Uh, have you guys got the audio of Finey's quiz, the great Mark Fine, when the callers couldn't get the answers correct? So this is what can happen. If you make it too hard, no one can get the answer, Scoob. And you get angry because I'm giving away clues and so on. Um, Have you got the audio? When finey's quiz, when the callers couldn't get the answers correct, so he just cancelled the quiz on the spot. Funniest quiz on SEN ever. (laughs) That's from Hammer in Roville. Hammer, I love a trip down memory lane. I love a bit of nostalgia. So for you and perhaps many, many more listening this morning, this is that famous piece of audio you're referring to. It's Stephen bloody Kernahan. Goodbye. No quiz prizes tonight. A break. And when we come back, another break. (laughs) Never gets old, does it? <laughs> Stephen Bloody Kernahan. Uh, and we'll get to a break there too. And after that, not another break, uh, we'll get in touch with Julian to stoop ahead of mornings.
1: The Kogan Money credit card, packed full of value with rewards and no annual fee.
2: Summer breakfast. Gee, big turn up in the league cup uh, match day 1 2 at St Mary's where Southampton have taken it and in fact handed it to Manchester City anytime City get rolled it's a good morning scoop I don't care if it's in the Champions League or the Club World Why Cup don't you or like any, City? Oh they, they they win enough so they get rolled 2-0 by Southampton in the end not a Mickey Mouse squad either had some stars out there, and they tried to salvage it late, but as we're tied off the text, they didn't have a single shot on target.
3: I didn't realise your dislike for City. Yeah. You've raved on this for the last hour about how City are down and City are going to cop this. Yeah. And, oh, they've got a good squad in. I cop didn't realise your hatred for them. Cop it. That, no, no I, I like City. Now, They're my second best team.
2: Julian <laughs> to, to Stoop, it's Stephen Bloody oh, Kernahan. I was no telling Chris
0: Simon that. last week my favourite moment with Finey. The, 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 he's doing a quiz, and the question was, I think it was, what number is Aaron Hamlet St Kilda? And Sam from uh, Seddon jumped on, and you said three, right. which is wrong, yep. obviously. Uh, and then uh, so the next caller jumps on, Simon from Kilmore. Now, Simon, uh, just, <laughs> did you hear the last answer? Yeah, 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 all good, yeah. I'm going to stick with three. <laughs> <laughs> True story. <laughs>
2: I'm going to stick with three. <laughs> I'm going to stick with the wrong answer. Oh, quizzes have been the topic of the morning after our last fan standing. That just, um, you know, we've we've ratcheted up the difficulty early. We just gave them a half folly outside off stump, and people didn't like it. <sighs> Never happy. Never happy. I didn't think it was
3: a half folly. There was a couple of difficult ones. There in They were.
2: It. Tell you what, step aside, Ray Warren. You
0: are the new voice of Rugby League after your hard, league. hard-hitting interview with Ryan Pappenhausen. Oh,
3: love the
2: pap! I wasn't allowed in. Ah. <laughs> I was shut out. We pre-recorded it yesterday, and Scoob's too busy trying to sell his Land Cruiser, so he couldn't get involved. Uh, what's on your you, show today? Did you
0: let him in your cycling
2: interview as well, or block um, him out of that as well? Everything. He didn't know what a gel was, so he's been banned for
0: life. Uh, uh, speaking of the storm, I'm going to speak to Christian Welsh about the storm, but also uh, 21 storm players are shaving their head tomorrow morning for camp quality, oh, that's which he's an ambassador for, trying to raise some money. So we'll speak to Christian about that. Simon Mitchell from the southeast Melbourne Phoenix. He had A bit to say about Mitch Creek, who's okay. okay. And uh, Peter Bromley from CEO of Athletics Australia. So there's some big races coming up.
2: We're told Phoenix might have a new ownership group involved that might involve a certain... Yes, correct. Well, they've already curious. got
0: about five famous basketballs mm. in their ownership group, mm. and that might be Nick now.
2: Yeah, Nick, that might be announced uh, this week, we're told, according to reports anyway. I mean, it might well, be later p- today by the Later today, there mm. you go. Well, that, that sounds like an action-packed show for you, Jules. Well, we'll You're going to be busy.
0: Best. How the decking go Comprehensively-
2: <laughs> <Very> Comprehensive. Yeah, uh, comprehensive. <laughs> one coat down, one to come. Not comprehensive. But thankfully, it's, uh, the conditions are a bit more merciful today. Mm. Couldn't have another one like yesterday. Scoob, see you yep. tomorrow at 6 o'clock, won't yeah, we? look forward
3: to it. You okay, mate? Mm. Uh, I'm getting a bit tired.
2: Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> You've hit the wall. You stand at the same spot on the wall for the last 10 minutes. Here, I know right? what audio's coming here. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Stay with us. Mornings with Jules, up next.
0: G'day, it's John Destard. Oh, not that one! <laughs>